Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Get in touch with Evan Orvath or contact one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecast or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to go check them out and use promo code BFP123 for $5 off your shipping costs on orders over $20. We would also like to thank Any Racing News, The Graphics Coop, and Daniel Eugene Photography for their support, and of course, the pals over on Patreon. If you haven't yet, go over to patreon.com slash blackflaggedpodcast and subscribe for $4.69 a month. You get some merchandise discounts, some monthly giveaways, and of course, some exclusive content. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh, Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good uh. all right boys and girls this is going to be episode 186 yeah could be yeah 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 is it, it could might be, be. yeah I don't it definitely know. is uh of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn that's at c sanborn i i i on all things social media to my left is bradley saucier that is at b sauce 96 and to his left is at bobby timmons 13 also known as bobby timmons uh from there we are all <laughs> <laughs> at black flag That's a weird pod. way to say that <laughs> they yeah, to switch it up uh we're all at black flag pod on all keep, things keep social on media toes. and uh, i try to do it just like a, a pube different every time because i feel like people were getting to the point where they were just like saying it and i guess mocking me which is fine so now i just try to fuck with people uh anyway we are fresh off of the fall final at stafford motor nasway uh bob you did wedding things correct how was your weekend pal yeah did wedding things um had the weekend off from driving race cars certainly wanted to go watch race cars at stafford but i've drug abby to various racetracks almost every single weekend since april and her cousin was getting married uh, down in princeton massachusetts on his family's farm so i said i'd be real rude of me to skip that function to go to stafford with you guys and send her there by herself i'm not gonna lie at one point i did google how close we were to stafford it was it was under an hour <laughs> um but we were certainly uh beautiful weather uh, like i said it was on this this dude's farm um met all of a lot of abby's family um good time uh don't really uh headed that waffle house straight across town good time. yeah not really much nothing too exciting uh i did experience some of the most frat boy shit i've ever done in my life okay let's hear it it is a game called baseball the uh um, um, it involves penises doesn't it nope nope no nope. all right um, nope. is, it, the, is it like the like america's pastime or it something is different? flip cup and beer pong uh, intertwined into one game sold um yeah it was fun but the mm-hmm. uh the best man in the wedding this kid's brother I'm redacting all the names because I don't know if they really want their wedding talked about on a podcast or not. There's probably zero crossover, but I'll just be safe. Redacting. Where did the day? Um, no, that was a good one. That was a yeah, great one. It's a legal term. My lawyer taught it to me <laughs> about talking about things on the show. So uh, the, <laughs> the best part is I've never had a lawyer. Like I never needed one. It's just funny to go with it because like, yeah. you guys know what I'm talking about. I've <laughs> needed a lawyer a time or two. Uh, anyways, so he's like, hey, man. Um, you know, whatever, nice to meet you. Uh, you want to play baseball? I was like, yeah, man, I'll play. I was like, I ain't swung a stick in about 10 years. But <laughs> he's like, well, no, we're not actually playing 
baseball. It's beer pong and flip cup mixed together. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. Um, so what it is is you have four cups in in single file order, and one team throws. If you hit the first cup, that's a single, double, triple, home run. If you get a hit, you then are on base, which when you're on base, you go to the side of the table where there's a flip cup. The, and each team has a defender or an outfielder, and whenever you decide to grab the flip cup cup, that is stealing a base. So like if you're on if you get a single and you do the flip cup thing, you're on the second, on the third, and then runs are empty beer cans. You stack up empties to count your runs. And if the uh, defender or the outfielder does the flip cup before you, you're out. You're out of there. So it was a little confusing at first. I can tell you're a little confused, Charlie, because you're staring into the lights. But at what point does the puck think, come into play? I think I think that it makes more sense when you said that the defender and then the out umpire and then you're out. I feel yeah. like that that makes yeah. it a little it bit more. It took me. I I said I'll bat last in the order. I'll bat ninth, and um, hopefully by the second or third inning, I'll have it figured out. And I did it. It was fairly simple. Uh, simple to. Uh, figure out after a couple innings we got boat raced by all these college fucking frat bros um it was i was like at what point does the mercy rule come in we're down like 22 to 2 here sounds like the sea dogs game we went to last week oh <laughs> my god they got smoked when they went out of town too they they and that was the end the of their playoffs right? yeah <laughs> first time they've been in the playoffs since what was it 2014 yeah and uh they got absolutely uh, they, they just, were they were the simpsons meme of the grandpa that walks in the door <laughs> puts his hat on <laughs> Uh, walks out the door and puts it back on the back. <laughs> Just yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, uh, they're gonna <laughs> Somerset Patriots. I mean, the good news is that they're going to be able to uh, use the same exact quote next year to sell tickets. Uh, first time in the playoffs since 2014. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I get there a little late. It was an absolute gong show. This goes back way before the weekend uh, last Tuesday. It was supposed to be a good. It, like I was pumped. I yeah. was ready to go. Like it was. It was fucking. Oh, I mean, like I, don't, I was America's interested until the 40 degree and gloomy forecast, and I'm like. It actually wasn't. It wasn't all that cold. Um, I was still hungover from the weekend uh, yeah, too. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> that that uh, that probably would have came into play for me. But luckily, the you're built different. Yeah, yeah, I am built different. <laughs> the, the the stadium happens to be like uh, I could throw a baseball and almost hit it from my work. So I'm like, all right, like I'll work till five thirty. You know, get a good work day in, and then I head over to the game. Charlie's like, I'll be in Auburn till four or five. Which, um, for those that don't know Maine geography, Auburn is like I don't know. 40 minutes away it was about an hour yeah. yeah about an hour so 40 minutes to an hour away um down the highway uh at five which you'd think is the most popular time 295 of, of all things the I'm highway sure is what you took uh, um, uh yeah eventually <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah shit show yeah. after five yeah. so i had to go from uh, one side of portland and by one side i mean like the same side of the baseball stadiums on just over to the, the baseball stadium um w- Let's just say I got to the game uh, two innings after Charlie did. Uh, <laughs> absolutely no reasoning behind it other than the fact that the whole city of Portland is uh, being worked on. Uh, nice construction projects being done. And um, apparently they're just... Their, their yeah, parks renovated. Yeah, whole, yeah <laughs> good. They're updating the tent community. <laughs> the homeless people are getting... It is their, winter's coming. Yes. <laughs> the homeless people are getting their beds raked. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Um, so uh, also just the traffic was absurd to even get over the baseball stadium. So I went like up and around down the whole city and just trying to find a parking spot that wasn't... So there's a parking garage that is like notorious. If you've ever been to a Sea Dogs game before, which uh, I know a lot of, lot of listens, listeners haven't, but there's a parking garage like right next to the, the uh, right down the road, I guess, from the park. And I'm like, all right, like I'll just go over there. Within walking distance. Yeah. So that's where I've always parked my whole life. And I pull up and I 
reaching through my wallet. I'm like, all right, like I have $9 in change. Or, I mean, $9 in cash. So I'm like, all right, well, I have some change. Like, let me see what I got. And like, I usually use my quarters for something. So I'm like d- digging through like nickels and dimes and shit. So I had like nine sixty three, and I pulled up and I'm like, do you guys take card? They're like, no. <laughs> all right. Uh, so I go to the other parking lot, like, Hey, do you guys take card? Like thinking they probably don't, but if I had owned a parking lot, I would probably have a Venmo QR code on me because uh, if we're at the racetrack, we have a Venmo QR code on the side of my camper. Ever so, heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> Ever heard of Venmo? Pretty fucking easy to use. So I don't know. A lot easier. You could probably park more people. Uh, if you don't fill up, you're probably going to if you take fucking cards. So uh, neither of which did. So I was like, hey, would you guys take uh, 963 in change? Uh, they're like, no, it's ten dollars. Like, All right, fuck me. So I drive around. Understandable. <laughs> I wasn't even that mad, but I was getting progressively more pissed because every side of the street parking space that was open, I would like pull by it a little bit and then go to park like back in, and someone would just like drive right into it. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. It happened at least four times. So I ended up parking literally two miles away from the game. Got to the game later than Charlie. Stood in the beer <laughs> line forever. They had a two beer minimum. They had Bud Light and then a whole bunch of fancy-looking cans that you could tell were IPAs. Very popular in Portland. Tons of breweries. I'm like, I'll give a couple of these a shot. Two different ones. I'm like, if I can only have two, I might as well get a seven percenter. Have have two of them, which is essentially Effici- four. Efficiency is the business here. decisions. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's a great idea. You know, get a fancy-looking, colorful can and uh, sit down and. and, and you know, makes enjoy. Effort. Makes up for it tasting like Lysol and like kitty piss. And enjoy some <laughs> fucking water puppies game. So I'm like, all right. So I sit down, crack open my first like fucking, I don't even know. It was like Rising Tide or some shit, some brewery fucking around here or whatever. And I look at the can. It is 4.3% and it tastes like absolute Lysol. I'm like, you so they sold you a Bud Light. Me. Yeah. <laughs> like I could have just gotten a Bud Light for $2 cheaper a can and just fucking drank that. And so whatever, I'm sitting there and first batter comes up. I haven't been to a C-Dogs game in like two, three years. First batter comes up after I sit down. I think he like strikes out, whatever. Second batter comes up, hits a dinger, fucking over the over the monster. Way back, fucking next hitter comes Literally up. Literally back was, to back. That was a two run homer. The first, this next guy comes up, hits another home run, back to back, and you know, fucking people that have never been to a Seahawks game before, absolutely electric television when they hit a home run. There's a fucking lighthouse in the outfield that just goes, and then they like did, like they flash the lights and shit. Yeah, the, the one game I went to this summer that I was there for 12 minutes, that happened. So yeah. That was cool. So that, that's always, you know, it gets your, your, your pee-pee standing up a little bit. It gets the hair on the back of your neck Fuck standing my, up. You're having so much it, fun at I the fucking sports bar. I three and one. It was something like that. I don't know. They, were, I thought they were just well, up by four. would have had to there back-to-back, I guess. <clears throat> um, but so whatever. They end up, they're they're up by now four runs. I'm like, oh, my God, this, this fucking sea poppies are going to win. Like, that's pretty good. And... Um, yeah, yeah. Nope. Two innings later, they gave up nine runs in one inning. They used three pitchers, two of which the starting pitcher wasn't even that bad. He just had like a bad inning at this point. He'd, he'd had 69 pitches, so nice. might as well take him out. Uh, and so nice they, time to pull <laughs> They get into the, the bullpen. The dude's warming up, and he's not even hitting, like, he's not even getting strikes warming no. up with no batter. He's, he's hitting the dirt, spiking it off the home plate. Like, I'm before like, oh, the plate. Be I'm like, oh, the, the, they well, this guy. him out of the cricket league? <laughs> yeah, they, they look like he, they just, he just got the opportunity to throw out the first pitch. Like, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Charlie's first pitch is better than that. <laughs> so they start, he starts throwing him down in the dirt. Keep in mind, at this point, it's now four to two. So they're still up by two. They're just going on to another pitcher. I'm like, all right, I feel the, good about it. They did have the bases loaded, though. The, so that The first pitcher that they put back in after the starting pitcher, he, he it was what, 18 pitches, and he gave up like 
15 hits or something like that. <laughs> no, it wasn't 15 hits. It was 18, oh. it was 18 pitches. He walked in a run and then gave up like a triple that cleared the bases or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He threw 18 pitches, got yanked. They went to another guy who threw like at least 10 pitches before he threw a strike. And had two wild pitches. <laughs> yeah, it was like, what in that? They like, yeah, another guy scored on a wild pitch. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Red Sox so, must have poached all their talent. Yeah, Red Sox farm system, absolutely electric television. But it, they ended up losing like 13 to 4 or something. Like It was it was pretty bad. We had a good time. Had, had them right where they wanted them. Yeah, yeah, I got to have some Lysol, and we uh, got to the, the restaurant right down the road, Pizza Villa. I haven't been there. I used to go there every Tuesday for over a year. Went there. We <laughs> sat down right as they closed the kitchen. and uh, Yeah, we were yeah. pretty pumped when we walked in we're like yeah can we still get pizza he's like no like, <laughs> fuck he's like i got a uh, chips and uh chips if yeah. you want some chips like, I, got, like, I, I don't I want chips. cheetos and, and uh cheese it's uh and you know you guys can just have them for free i feel bad she just closed down the kitchen we're like mm-hmm. yeah yeah so we had one beer closed our tab and went to a buffalo wild wings so yeah. um, for the second night in a row well not for me <laughs> well that was, that's yeah. probably why you feel like it felt like shit for a week but my game of baseball did not end without casualty no, oh, no. This is part of why. Wild did you blow part, water, Bob? Part of why I've redacted the names. No, I was good. I behaved. I drugged the brakes. We had a two and a half hour ride back to Maine after, um, and uh, so obviously this pong ball is involved because it is beer pong slash flip cup baseball flip pong. You get it. Uh, beer cup. It's a Louisville slugger. It's aluminum. So the the groom and one of his cousins, which are also Abby's cousins, engage in a pong ball warfare. No and, way. And they are just buzzing these things at each other. Just pew pew, harmless fun. Just, you know, the kids who are, you know, they're drunk on the on the wedding day in the hay barn, having a good time. Well, this is where I come in to escalate the situation. They're running low on ammunition, and there is a cardboard box on in a, like, Tupperware tote, or not Tupperware, but a big plastic tote. And I'm like, there's like 40 pong balls in there. <laughs> there's a big tennis ball on the top. I was like, give me that. Get rid of that. <laughs> and I just slide the box over to the cousin, and she's like, fucking jackpot <laughs> and just starts unloading and now it is like they're whizzing by everywhere abby and i are throwing in a couple rogue shots bob's having flashbacks to nom it is like yeah just <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking bobby harvick over there starting the fight <laughs> just, just a little nudge <laughs> so unbeknownst to me i don't really know what's going on all of a sudden the, the we got a man down uh oh and he's he's grabbing his face who the fuck hit me with a piece of wood oh <laughs> Like, uh oh! <laughs> Started ripping the table up. Uh, wasn't a piece of wood. It was a golf golf ball. Oh! <laughs> oh no. Took it right to the cheek. Oh no! And Had the wedding already happened? I hope. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. We were we were right into the time of night where things are supposed to start getting shitty. That's like right. it's 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 getting late. It's like it's like ten thirty at this point. So he hucks the golf ball at who he assumed threw it at him, Abby. Oh no! So she takes one off the wrist. Her wrist is bleeding and swollen. His face is bleeding and swollen. It was like, oh boy, this fucking isn't good. <laughs> and you can't just lay out the cousin. That's that no, just makes no, that was, makes for bad uh, wedding. He was understandably too upset at the situation. Um, made the other cousin cry. She was very upset. He was very pissed. Had an ice pack immediately. I'm like, well, at least, buddy, put a cold beer on it. Like, <laughs> um, his face got to be in rough shape. Yeah, like was, that's what happens when you don't turn on the music. It was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate fucking when you mix a golf ball in with the pong balls, you know? Uh, yeah, that was his defense. He's like, how the fuck did you not know? <laughs> oh, there they are substantially <laughs> different. She was like, at first, she was kind of laughing. She's like, I thought I was Buddy the Elf whizzing those things. <laughs> <laughs> she, she was throwing frozen ropes for sure. Um, it's like, okay, it's probably time to wind this party down. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I assume he's okay. Um, thanks and thoughts. Still, yeah, thank, still with us. Thanks I for assume. letting me be a part of their wedding. I can't wait for them to go through all the pictures and be like, "Who's that guy?" Because <laughs> that's the first time I met all of them. <laughs> Moment of silence for that for that guy's cheekbone. Oof. Yeah, tough. Mm. Bad uh, draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was my weekend. It was like I said, it was a good time, relaxing. Uh, we've been go 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 for so long now, and it's the last time I don't remember. I haven't had a weekend where. I didn't have to work on race cars all day. So what did I do Sundays? Came home and work on race cars all day. Perfect. But, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. We uh so I uh, speaking of bad draws, I had a great draw. I uh, actually after Star I'd mentioned that Woody had uh, toned the camper back down from uh from Star to uh his work or whatever and uh I think got a full service in the wash bay. Huh? Yeah, so so <laughs> Fresh uh, tank of propane and everything. So everything happened so quick like uh we we were all uh, I had the camper completely hooked up when we got back out to the parking lot, and uh, he just, you know, was throw out the uh, offer to uh, tow it down to the greater Stafford area, I guess, and uh, closer, obviously, than than I was going to be. And um, so he towed it down there on Sunday night, and well, it had rained Sunday, and I'm like, ah, whatever, you know, like I didn't think much of it, and. I'd vaguely remembered that I kept the vent open in the bathroom and completely forgot about it. And so I messaged him on Wednesday or whatever, because I don't check the weather, but everyone and their cousin was right up in arms. Like, oh, it's going to pour all day tomorrow. Oh, it's going to pour. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. So I messaged Woody. I'm like, hey, did I leave you a key by chance? And he's like, no. He's like, he's like, hey, it sounds like there's something running in the camper. Like, what do you got going on? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's the it's the you know, little fucking battery operated uh, fan in the bathroom that's going on. And I was like, that's why I messaged you. Like, I, I left the vent open. And it's going to pour all day. The bathroom's getting absolutely soaked, but I didn't leave you a key, so nothing really I can do. <clears throat> 30 minutes later, I get a snap of the thing parked inside the wash, wash bay of his work, <laughs> and uh, that's, I believe, where it stayed until uh, till Friday. <clears throat> that's why Woody's the official tour-type modified <clears throat> driver of the BFP. Correct, yeah. And uh, so I uh, had made my way down Sp- to Stafford. Speaking, for... speaking of uh, thanks and thoughts, Wood- yeah. Woodrow. Yeah, yeah, at least it's car uh we'll get to that in the patreon we'll get to that in the patreon question yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um and so uh friday night i was down at uh at stafford and i found my way over to stagger steve and i looked down at my phone got a text from uh, one of woody's crew guys he woody had said that uh, he was gonna leave the camper with a couple other guys because they weren't gonna be he wasn't gonna be able to get out of work in time or something like that so um it was uh right before the races started and the guys pulled in and uh thank you to those guys for uh towing it from Woody's work down to uh to where I was and parked the thing right next to uh, all the all the friends and had a couple brews and made our way into the races and just uh uh I don't know like I guess uh guess I had a good night I don't really remember much of Friday night because we hit the gas and I uh, got pretty aggressive uh, as the night went on all I do remember is uh so Timmy Weber had showed up and uh Timmy and, and Ryan Borders were gonna stay uh, for the weekend and um we uh ended up making our way in and just uh, we did a lot of gambling. I won a lot of bets. Um, felt bad for Timmy. Timmy had never been to Stafford before, so that was uh, just me knowing what I was doing, kind of, and uh, taking all of his lunch money. And um, <laughs> so uh, we uh, showed him around the facility a little bit. We stopped, talked to a couple people, and other than the fact that it was absolutely freezing, um, like I, so, Bonza had posted um, earlier in the day that, you know, anyone going to Stafford tonight, like it's not only cold, but it's also super windy. So I was like, all right, like I'll, you know, pack a jacket, I'll pack a sweatshirt. Um, and so I show up to the races with a hoodie on in my Columbia, like it's a pretty thick fucking BFP jacket that we have. So I show up with both of those absolutely fucking freezing, uh, Friday night. So waited until the uh, intermission and then missed a little bit of the limited late model race. Um, and, Went uh, went out to the camper, restocked on some high noons, had a couple uh, road sodas by walking down the road because I was parked so far away from the uh, actual pit entrance and 
Uh, I put on a, a long sleeve shirt, a flannel, uh, another hoodie, a hoodie, and then the jacket. And uh, I ended up being uh, so hot that I was now sweating, and there was just ice like all over my, uh, my like around my temples sweat, and shit. It was sweat is bad. designed to cool you down. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, so when you're sweating and it's then, cold outside, yeah, yeah it's you, twice as bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It really uh, didn't help whatsoever. But it's a little lesson you didn't need we, right there. We were we were trying to uh, right in between the heats and the feature, <laughs> the limited late miles with the first feature. We were like, all right, you know, we'll uh, we'll go out. We had plenty of time and. So we heard the cars fire up. We're like, "Fuck!" Like, so they're going, they're going around. We hear them go green, and we're like on the walk back in now. And you just you hear them, you know, stop. I guess, or at least they're taking a while to come back around. Apparently, they had a big old wreck and uh, only missed one lap of the entire race. And we were out there for what felt like a pretty long time. But um, yeah, had a uh, had a good Friday. Ended up just uh, over at uh, between the Rocco's and Crowley's camper and having fires and wheeling around a, a speaker and just. Enjoyed the night. Had a, had a good time. Yeah, my uh, my whole weekend went uh, exactly how I'm sure everybody else planned, but completely against every plan that I had set going into the weekend. Uh, Lindsay and I were going to bring the RV down. Uh, we were going to go down like Friday night, hang out, be there, like wake up Saturday, just be there, hang out, and, and, and have a time. So go to uh, start getting the, the RV ready, and it has become a rodent home yet again. So uh, – that was kind of a last-minute deal, so we're like, ah, oh, fuck. That's what you get for chasing the mouse out of here. It had to go somewhere. Yeah, I, I know it. I know it. Yeah, fuck me, right? You should have uh, just let him stay down here for <laughs> until you were done doing RV things. Yeah, we haven't found Rico yet. That little yeah, little I can cuzzo has been buzzing. We'll touch on that again. Oh, you did we? Did, did you know? Oh. Did you touch on it <laughs> no. by accident? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Um. So uh, we we made plans to uh just bring the Tahoe down. Uh. So we we got up. They had. Plans to get up at a crisp seven seven thirty, get out of the house, get down there by like ten eleven something like that. So naturally, I rolled out of bed right around ten thirty and uh, ready <laughs> ready to go. We had a bit of a makeup snafu as well too, apparently. And you, uh, you couldn't get your correct eyeshadow. Yeah, I fucked up the blush or whatever. That's fucking the, the, the pimple wouldn't go away. The, 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 I I had to get the the sander out and some base paint and some fucking primer <laughs> and base shit. Coat, and I, base coat, clear coat, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck it is, and. Um, and uh, we buzzed down there. We got there like just as the heats were starting, and uh, it, the program fired off very, very quickly. Like it, it seemed like it was done before we knew it. Sun was still up and everything, and we're like, "Fuck, we have a bunch of time to kill." And uh, best short track in the country, as far as putting a show. Oh, on. the program is phenomenal. It really is. I mean, we have you know, you had three three divisions of modifieds on Saturday. You had the SK lights, SKs, and then the uh, I'm sure the, the smallest field was thirty four. Yeah, yeah, just about. <laughs> yeah, uh, but they all put on a great show. They really did. Yeah, Timmy was uh, fascinated all weekend when the heats would roll out. He's like, well, "They got they got another heat of these things." I'm like, yeah. He's like, "So how many cars do they have in these divisions?" And I'm like, "I think the, the smallest one is about 25." Yeah, it's like yeah. the limited late models <laughs> and the late 20, models. I guess maybe are the those. smallest classes at 20. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, they have a ton, and they had I think they had the the most SK lights on Friday night. They had 35 of them, um, and. Uh, I believe Tyler Chapman picked up the win in that, but um, they, uh, yeah, going into Saturday they had, the, and, and actually we had, it was a good night for a friend of the pro, friends of the program. Uh, I believe Alex Fern finished on the podium. We'll get to the whole podium pals uh, rundown because there was quite list. a bit of it. But uh, <laughs> I believe Tyler Chapman picked up the win in the SK lights, and uh, Marcello Rafano picked up the win in the uh, SK modifieds. But yeah, going on to Saturday, the uh, program was pretty pretty packed. They uh, obviously had they had like fifty something tri track cars, so they were gonna have a whole mess of heat races, and then uh, a couple concies and a last chance race. And they had, uh, I think they had five or so heats, and um, or four at least. And the, the heats kind of they they weren't too 
I guess they weren't too chaotic, uh, or at least as chaotic as I would have thought uh, with even, a lot of guys going home. But even the feature event was like very kind of mellow until the end. Yeah, obviously, like yeah. they went. I think there was one quick yellow in the beginning, and then they ripped off like what was it, like sixty laps or something like that. Yeah, and so um, I had every intention of rewatching the entire broadcast so I could at least talk the racing aspect with you guys. But then I thought, eh, if anything crazy happened, I've probably already seen it. And all I saw was one highlight of one big wreck. So. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah uh, which we'll touch on when the Patreon <laughs> questions come. <laughs> on. So the the uh, they had street stocks, they had SK lights, they had vintage cars, and they had oh, obviously good. tri track. So yeah, Bobby's favorite, the vintage cars. So a man almost got killed in a vintage race in. Uh, Williams Grove, I think that's Pennsylvania. Yeah. We need to stop. Yeah. No more vintage <laughs> yeah. races. Yeah. There, there was, though, there, during the vintage race, there was one car. It was like a throwback late model. The thing looked brand It was fucking beautiful. Oh, they, they look phenomenal. Going a crisp 35 miles an hour <laughs> yep. all the way around. <laughs> but it's going, like you said, 40 down yeah. the straight. It, it, maybe. It was perfect. It was perfect because was the beautiful, lifting though. at the flag stand. I yeah. think so at this point when the we were trying to plan out our runs back to the camper because we were like, ah, we go grab a high noon, maybe uh, pack up a blanket That's the time or something. And, and, uh, yeah, it's good. Everybody go, scatters the grandstands. <laughs> go laminate the carpet. Yeah. I don't know. Do whatever Shampoo you got to do. So, so we, uh, we, we planned it out so the heat races go off, whatever. And uh, then they're going into intermission. They have the, the uh, vintage race. And um, I, I want to say it was it was Saturday at least. But so we we go off to the camp or whatever. We grab a couple high noons, a couple blankets. We had like a little merchandise exchange. A couple people needed some shit, so packed up that. Went back into the races, and uh, we had the vintage cars had had already finished. And um, so I knew that the SK lights were next, so they were coming back on the racetrack. And uh, kind of like the same thing as uh, the limited late models the night before. You hear them go green. And then we're still standing over by the camper, and you do not hear a single sound anymore. We're like, ah, what the fuck happened there? When silence falls upon the racetrack, it's it's almost eerie. Yeah. When you're, like, oh, away from the racetrack, and you're like, oh, boy. But yeah, you always know happened. exactly what happened, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't hear literally anything. And uh, so I, I don't know exactly who it was, but I know someone uh, hung a throttle going into one, and in I believe it was lap one, or maybe it was coming around uh, to complete lap one, but... Um, yeah, they hung a throttle, so there was a red flag. So we ended up missing pretty much none of that race again. Um, I, we we uh, at least a few of us missed the whole vintage race and uh, got in there and was Bummer. able to watch the whole yeah the whole rest of the uh, SK Light race, which uh, was dominated again by the Chapmans, just a couple different ones, uh, Stephen and Jason Chapman. Uh, Good Jason rebound and- because the last time I watched them on Flow, they were on top of each other on top yeah. of the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason finished on the podium both nights, and uh, Stephen ended up going out there and win. They added like an invitational. Anyone that hadn't won uh, throughout the year, and they they got a couple more cars from uh, surrounding tracks, stuff like that. So they had a pretty healthy field of those as well. And, um, so yeah, they picked up the win and then, uh, Travis Hydar, uh, locked up the championship. I believe that was on Saturday. Um, in the street stonks, maybe I could be wrong. That did happen on Friday. That's what happened on Friday. Yeah. So that, uh, I completely mixed that fucking thing up. Um, but the, uh, what else was on Saturday then? That was it. Was it just vintage SKs, SK mods? Or yeah, SK it was, lights a, it was in, like uh, tri track. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was, it was all, all modifieds. modifieds. Yeah. Um, Modified. So yeah, the, the SKs came back out, and um, I don't know where I was. I think I might have gone to grab a beer, or I uh, went to go take a piss or something. Missed the initial start of the SK mod race, but I know the junior was up front, and his air, air cleaner blew off, and uh, he got black flag. Sent to the back, and uh, when we got back out, there was I think, I think there was thirty six laps left or something like that. And uh, he was down pit road, and he was uh, starting at the back, and just I think we Timmy and I live bet, and I took Junior coming from the back because he was absolutely fucking hauling the mail, and uh, just ran out of time. They they got strung out pretty late there, and uh, Anthony Bello ended up picking up the win, and uh, Mike Junior was 
he was if there was probably five more laps it would have been real interesting um but he was he was certainly catching up but anthony was uh was uh just as fast on you know certain laps i guess but that uh that was a good feature and then they rolled into the concies and they rolled into the last chance race Corey DiMatteo mateo picked up the win in that and then they eventually rolled onto the feature that charlie was talking about where uh it uh, was pretty, pretty uh, tame for it, 60 laps. It was tame, but they were putting on a show, too. I mean, yeah. up front, you had Ryan Priest, you had Ronnie Silk, and they were being aggressive as fuck, but like also like relatively respectful of each other, too, battling for <laughs> they the were, lead. They weren't firing each other into the fence. No. Yeah. I had, mean, they, yeah, they were. You had Woody, you had Junior, until they had their misfortunes. It was just the typical Stafford crossover after crossover after Bottom crossover. Shot. And um, then you had, you know, Woody was kind of coming into play there towards the end. And um, there was a lot of big names, comers, you know, towards the end of the race. And it was lap 63 or 60-something. And uh, coming down the backstretch, I don't know what happened. Somebody checked up. Somebody missed whatever. Even Woody said he did get in the back of him. But he gets in the back of Ronnie Williams. And Ronnie, you know, takes a right, hits the wall. And... (laughs) <laughs> hangs an egregious left in well, the middle of straightaway. <laughs> when you, so I think Bobby and I have come to the agreement that the one of the best or the funniest things that you could do or get the most respect out of one of us is that if you blatantly wreck somebody and just like, ah, I never touch them. The kid mm. was smiling during the interview and smirking. He's like, nah, just wheel ripped out of my hand. The biggest shit-eating grin of all time. So this this was uh, the question. We said <laughs> we were going to bring it up it on the Patreon question. pretty questions. fucking egre- like, egregious. We'll get this one out of the way right now. Uh, Jim Burrell did say, thoughts on Ronnie's move and comments after him trying to kill Woody. I mean, so. I've been to Stafford once all year, and I called somebody a whistle dick on Friday night in the SK race, and it was Ronnie Williams. So now, <laughs> just lead off with that. Yeah, <laughs> whistle dick. What did he do that Great night? I think deal. he went through the grass and wrecked Narducci. <clears throat> yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, I, just I want to know what it's like to have that, that much money. And Me just too. not have to worry about it. Me too. Well, ever heard of the S&P 500, dude? Is that at Daytona or Talladega? I don't know. The what? That's why we're peasants and he's Ronnie Williams. Because he knows about stock markets. It doesn't S&P know the difference 500. between a 916th and a three-quarter wrench. It's one of the... It's one of the... <laughs> My words, not his. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the crown jewel races in NASCAR, dude. It's not that. No, you don't know what track it's at? NASDAQ. Me neither. I'm trying to figure it out. It's at NASDAQ Raceway. The Folds of Honor Quick Trip S&P 500 <laughs> at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I didn't know Jordan Belfort raced Modifieds at Stafford. Can you imagine <laughs> what that fucking party scene would be <laughs> like? I don't, I don't need to imagine. They have a bus. It goes out runs 30th. They have a goes, dog leg going into three. <laughs> spray champagne on everybody anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh, start calling the wolf of no, Stafford. No, it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's a T-shirt. Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, Timmy, oh, with, with a fifty upside down on the back collar <laughs> per request. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I mean, I obviously I wasn't driving the race car. None of us were, but it looked it looked pretty bad. It looked it looked worse than yeah, the I salt think he was in the wolf. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the car was fucking killed. Uh, we we went up back into the pit area. And Woody was like and it, hitting probably, it. Woody hit backwards, like straight in backwards, getting into three and hitting that. Hitting straight backwards is the hardest way to hit because no matter how well you brace yourself, you always bounce your head off the back of the seat, and that fucking hurts. And you, and you're, there's no give either because you're going into the seat. Right. Like you, we've yeah, all hit the like soft, that. The it's, softest part about what you're about to hit is your fuel tank. Yeah, that's warming. When, and honestly, like I was honestly kind of surprised that it didn't go up in flames or anything like that because it, it the fuel cell was literally wrapped around the the rear end. Yeah. When we bummer for our other pal, fuck. as the fifty comes to rest, Teddy Hodgson destroys him and himself. You know, so it takes out Teddy Theodore. Which, yeah. He had a rough weekend. He did. 
He had a rough speed weeks too. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he didn't really have that as rough of a speed, speed weeks. Week. He was the, the not speed at weeks. the racetrack. He, he impressed not at the racetrack. Well, yeah. oh, two years ago, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great time. I was gonna say this year he he fucking turned. Everyone said it. Yeah. Speed weeks. Yeah, he was he, fast as yeah. shit. I was yeah. not referring to the racetrack at all. Yeah. <laughs> or last <laughs> year. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so that after after the yellow, um, there was uh, well, so Junior ran into something. I haven't seen the replay or what happened, but Tommy Baldwin was so fucking pissed. Yeah. That, did you have you heard this or seen this yet? Yeah, Bob? so I I think we kind of half ass got the backstory. Uh, Mike was leaving pit road on their pit stop, had to back out to get out of his box cleanly. Uh, hate when you can't get out of the box cleanly. That was uh, tough. Yeah, and, uh, never pull out. Whole he he pulled out he and hit Jake and hit Jake Johnson in the Nerf bar with his right front, and I assume must have fucked the car up when he did that. Correct. Jake's yeah. Jake's left side Nerf bar was bent up in the victory lane pictures. Spoiler alert: Jake went on to finish second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Junior comes back out on the racetrack, and uh, it, one, right? se- it seemed like everything was fine until uh, when he turned down the backstretch. He pulls down to the apron, pulls it back down pit road, and uh, everyone's like, "Oh fuck!" Like you know, Junior, Junior, uh, I was pitting, pitting again or whatever. They must have fucked something up. And then he just pulls the thing back around pit wall and parks a thing, and Tommy Baldwin cuts a fucking promo about yeah. how terrible Stafford's pit road is, and it's how it's the worst pit road that they race at, and uh, I. I mean, I wouldn't know any different because I've never been down there and worked on a car down uh, on Stafford's no, pit the road. The SRX cars had plenty of room that day. We were down there. It it was there's only twelve of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Each one had three pit stalls to themselves. Facts by Bobby. But yeah. hey, Brad and I were on pit road. We were ready to go to work. That's I true. Was here to talk to Tony Erie Jr. without even knowing it. Yeah, we were sitting on pit road. It seemed like there was plenty of space. <laughs> the, the, if the one box, and if you were to go all the way out to the uh, the other wall, I guess would have been at least. Fourteen hundred dollars to rent in the greater uh, Portland Boston area, <laughs> Portland area uh, studio apartment. But um, no, it was. It, I mean, I I can see where he's coming from with that many. He's cars not the first one to complain about. Yeah, Stafford. that's that was, out of all the things that I have heard. It, I from what I can tell from general competitors talking about like situations, it seems to be a common complaint that pit road there is very narrow, and it is a beautiful facility. It is. They're doing everything right, it seems, but that seems to be the one common complaint that there is there at Stafford, that it's a very narrow, dangerous pit road. Because even with that many cars, they're on top of each other anyway. There's no way to get around that. But um, even just kind of looking at the stands, they do seem like they're all Apparently, they've never qualified from 28th on back for a Beechridge 300 because you used to have six or seven guys sharing the same two pit stalls. That That was fun. That that is true. (laughs) Alan Wilson gave up one year and just pitted in the grass on the other side. He was like, fuck it. <laughs> don't even need to be behind the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so I don't think there was even that, thirty stalls at Beach. Right? There never was. It was basically if you were twenty six on back, you're fucked. We got lucky one year. Scott qualified in the pit stall before the opening, and we're like, yeah, we'll just take the opening. <laughs> that was my pit stall. Perfect. I had, I had more room than anybody that day. <laughs> so that that uh, not only fucked up obviously Junior's race, fucked up. Uh, well, Woody's race was then fucked up, and. Uh, our, our race pool. Does he need that up. panel back? I bet that. Yeah, he, he might actually. Uh, he might. Is a tail, uh, that is a tail section more. he gave us. It's gonna um, be more than that. So the before the race had started, uh, Cassie Rocco and her colleague Sarah. I don't know her last name. I apologize, but they have this podcast called uh, Track Talks of Tequila, and they were sitting with us, or we were sitting with them actually. And uh, so we had 
discuss doing a race pool. And so before the race started, uh, we uh, posted the video on socials for anyone that didn't see it. Charlie and Cassie, um, rock, paper, scissors for who got the first pick. Charlie, two out of three, like adults. Charlie won <laughs> two out of three, uh, actually two out of two. And uh, we got the first pick. Undefeated in the first well, round. Well, so I'm, I'm <laughs> and rocking. And Brad wha- waxed me between the um, two of yeah. us. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rocking the Mike Christopher Jr. t-shirt. And I'm, I, Charlie and I discussed. I was like, you know, I can't. I can't I'll take Matt against. Hirschman. I was like, I can't pick against uh, Mike Christopher Jr. And uh, so he goes, I'll take Woody. I was like, all right, perfect. So we rock, paper, scissor. I win two out of two. And uh, we take Junior. So then it was perfect. I didn't. We didn't actually didn't know who they were taking. But then they go, all right, well, if you guys can take Junior, we'll take Woody. And we were like, nah, well, fuck. <laughs> uh, you know, Woody's obviously been on rails this year, and Junior seems to have something go wrong, um, or at least the last few races. But he's always fast, and uh, we uh, we love we love Mike Junior. So um, it was just convenient that out of despite everyone, despite him being a bully, yeah, despite that, he was actually very nice yeah. to us at Waterford. For, no, first no thing bullying. he says to me, first thing he says to me, we see him in the pits. He's like, hey, Charlie, you don't belong here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I can see him say that when this is fucking crazy. He, he like points at me. He's like, you don't belong here. Like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Uh, but so, uh, no, we, we had that race pool going, and uh, both of our picks were taken out in, uh, you know, just a handful of laps. So they uh, they went back green. They wrecked a whole bunch more shit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, coming to the end of the race, Jake Johnson made his way up into second and uh, looked like he might have had something uh, for Ron Silk. But, uh, we're leaving out the fact that Ryan Priest was probably going to win the race, if not finish second. And then yeah. late, late – Holy fuck. Late race restart. Rate lace restart. You get it. Lee start. And uh, he's on the outside, and the double zero just ran over the back of him uh, coming coming into three oh, and four yeah. there. And Ryan gets all fucked that. up and rips that's the right a, front off the car because he gets all dicked around. That's and, a tough break for for Craigie kid. There. Yeah. Yeah. Craig yeah. just uh, uh, he, so, did, did the old hashtag NVR lift right in the back of him and, and got uh, Ryan I, all fucked up. I uh, was... I remember watching this now because I, I completely forgot. I, I thought Jake Johnson fucking just ruined. Yeah, him. yeah. So we, so we were. Well, I didn't know who got into him, and you were under the impression it was Jake. So when he when Priest coming around, you could tell he's pissed at someone. He's gonna swerve at someone, and Charlie just goes, ah, he's pissed at Jake. Ah, damn it. This was seconds after the Facebook post up of confirm Jake Johnson is gonna <laughs> yeah. play. Oh, cars. it was, it was, it was impeccable time. Yeah. So Charlie, so Charlie just goes like, I might want to delete that. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're watching him, watching him, watching him, and he, he for sure let Jake go by and swerved at Craig. So yeah. per- perks of being at Stafford, if you miss it, they have a big old jumbotron right yeah. in the middle of the racetrack. Yeah. And uh, well, according to Timmy, there's gonna be one star. But then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a couple times where Timmy, Timmy was all. Hot I need and to pumped. put it in one so I can watch it while I'm racing. Timmy was <laughs> no, pumped that. about like uh, about the feet that you just the heat races on Friday. He was pumped. That, you know, he's like, ah, oh, that was only the heats. He's like, we still got the feature. He's like, I'm so excited for this. Like, this is badass. Like 37 or 30, 35 cars. You know, 30 plus cars in most of the divisions and. Like yeah, like, this is gonna be yeah, sick. Those catch your sick. mustache hairs and, and, rip, and rip them out. It's so painful. It <laughs> so we have like breath, like breathing wind protectors on the microphones, and you have to literally oh, lick I'm them. Crying. <laughs> you have to lick them to sound like we do. And Charlie and I, and I'm sure Brad's probably had this happen too. If you get too close, it grabs your mustache hairs, <laughs> and then when you back away, it rips them out, and it's incredibly painful. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good time. But so I do with an O. Timmy, O to the D. <laughs> with an N and with an E, that spells good time. No one again. What the yeah. fuck? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, Waffle House better hop on board. They, they better scrape up some pennies. I know that they're not a really super thriving franchise, I don't believe. But um, so, so if they just cut half of their restaurants out, they'd be yeah. down to 6,000. No, we don't, we don't want that. We want them up here. But so the we just lost Denny's. Um, There's six wait. alone in Daytona. Like, <laughs> wait, they Bo- only need two or three. <laughs> wait, Boston wants a Waffle House? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
so How about Timmy, Wyndham? <laughs> Timmy was all pumped up about the, uh, the the fucking races going on and stuff. And so it seemed like every wreck that happened on Friday, he, he'd miss it. And I'm like, oh, Tim, Tim, wow. You can see it. You can see what happened here in a couple seconds here. Bonds is on the ones and twos out back. He's going to get queued up for you. So he'd miss what happened and be able to watch the replay. He's like, yeah, that's pretty cool. He's like, Star's going to need one of those. The one thing about Stafford that if, if nobody's ever gone before, it's if it's like going to a NASCAR event, even on just a weekly show, Stafford's let alone an open 80. Puts on a better production than NBC does to for NASCAR races. Yeah. That's and you don't have to listen to fucking Jeff Burton. Well, they, they just... They, there's so much to be said for having an announcer or whoever's on the microphone with a camera that knows the backstory, that knows that one unique fact about that one driver to make the broadcast or the show that much better. Uh, going back to um, Oxford. Kyle Ricky excels at that. Yeah, go, but even going back to Oxford, like when Spencer brought up the like my dad and that stuff, like nobody would have known that unless he is saying that and that just makes that part of the show so there's so much to be said for that portion of it but or you could just know like two facts and just stretch it out to like a 45 minute segment every time and in the 88 car <laughs> out of plainville connecticut he drives the 88 from connecticut with plainville to be precise <laughs> that's in connecticut some call him the sultan of stafford <laughs> others a winner. call him woody a winner Three times <laughs> this season in the 88. Open 80 competition. His car is majorly black with an 88 on it. He's from Stafford, Connecticut. He's not, but. <laughs> Woody Pitcat in a, the 88. A three-time winner. Pitcat in the 88. A three-time winner. To year. his inside. Not once, <laughs> not twice, but three times a winner. Driving. The Tommy Baldwin, seven New York. I can't wait to get sued. This seven New York team from New York has won fifty-seven different times with twelve different drivers this year. Hit fast forward there. It says <laughs> New York, but they're actually in North Carolina <laughs> with drivers from Connecticut. <laughs> Wolcott, Connecticut. We're in Stafford today, though. <laughs> this driver. Competes on a regular basis <laughs> in the SK Modified class. Typically dons the 82. Driving car number 7NY. This driver, <laughs> a winner in Outlaw Open competition at Thompson International Speedway this year. From Walcott, Connecticut, Mike Christopher Jr. Jr. Christopher Jr. The son in of Mike Christopher the seven <laughs> Outside. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the next row. <laughs> Please, no. I no. pray that Ben Dodge or no one in his immediate family listens to the show. <laughs> you, you, you do said. He does he's a, a phenomenal job. He's a great drive. announcer, but oh Jake. my God, Guinness Book of World Record longest driver introduction times was the NASCAR Tour race. In New <laughs> 48 minutes. It was 48 fucking minutes. <laughs> New Smyrna. So, so like you preface, Ben Dodge, great announcer. Love listening phenomenal. to him. Intros. T- top 10. And, needs once, some work. and once things get rolling, we're good. Intros, <laughs> intros, <laughs> intros need awesome. some work. You need to hit the fast forward button on that bitch. But... 
Uh, the worst part about it is that New Smyrna Speedway takes forever to begin with. Oh, so we're every rolling Southern time. <laughs> we're rolling the green for the heats at 3 a.m. Yeah, at New Smyrna. That's all right. And they don't even run heats. That's yeah. the worst part. Yeah, you only have half the show to run. <laughs> we're like, we're like sitting at the Airbnb like, oh, what time do we got to get there? Oh, green flag flies at 6. Oh, we should get there at 5. Yeah, you know, if we make, get there at 8, we're good. We get there, <laughs> no, we get there at 5. We'll be able to walk around, be able to uh, you know see our friends and stuff, whatever. It's, we get there at 5. We're walking around the pits. We look down at 7.30. We're like, what? They haven't even started time trials yet. Yeah, they have no, two they features haven't. tonight, and they're not done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, just yeah, things uh, things down south, south of the Mason-Dixon line, things just move slower. Yeah, everything. Yeah, uh, the so, people. I feel like we already touched on most of Saturday's happenings, but uh, Ron still going to pick up the win. Jake the Jet, uh, good at what he does, finished in second, and uh, Matt Galco right out of the podium. Uh, in the BFP six car friend, yeah, 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 front of the program. We're in a B- BFP hat right in victory lane on the jumbo. We love, love to see it. Worth a couple tents. The Stan Mertz number six. Two out of three cars had BFP stickers on it. You absolutely love to see it. I don't mm. think Ron Silk will ever be on board, but no, that's fine. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I don't know that he even knows that we exist. He probably not. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes that is okay. <laughs> <laughs> like hopefully Ben Dodge <laughs> also has no idea that we exist. Good to see you were smelling when I was stepping Cause, in Because 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 Bob does a phenomenal impression. Go back to uh, the post Speed Week show and uh, the, I think we were also crying loud. That <laughs> we got like eight people that were like that was unreal. <laughs> when I went to Stafford for SRX weekend, at least four people was like you're Ben Dodge, spot on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of them were. Well, they're all Stafford regulars, but yeah, never mind. Um, Sitting to Brad's left. <laughs> just out, just outsource the intros, and you're golden. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I th- I, Bobby and I have actually been sitting next to each other, like when a pass race rolls out, and we rip through the whole line. We'll do it. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Someday, some racetrack might be brave enough to just let us have the mics for a day, and boy, would that be entertaining. I'm telling you, either Race in America or Flow, just give us the mics. You run the cameras. Alternate broadcast. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Just focus on the leader, and we'll talk about everything that happens out back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching Seekonk. Um, no, the the best so like uh, announcing this year. Like I'm, I, I don't think that I could ever bring as much juice as you do to be the, the uh, actual uh, physical announcer, color commentator. Uh, is more my style, but I've gone the whole year without swearing so far, so that's pretty good. So I, I, I feel like I could put that on my resume. That's uh, good enough for a foot in the door. I said one. fuck when I thought the microphone wasn't working that no, one time. Well, yeah, that's, the number that one was, that's the number one rule with microphones. They're always hot. <laughs> no, uh, Charlie, not only do you say oh, fuck I, when you thought they were working, but I you also fuck, knew like. for a fact that they were working last week and mid-sentence said fuck. So. I did do that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say cut yet. Yeah, I said good. God damn it in Victory Lane at Star last week. So nah, it's just whatever. <laughs> I said fuck at Oxford. Oh yeah. yeah, you did. I was kind of poking fun at Jeffrey. He had like his group had like cheered or something. I was like, God damn it, Jeffrey, quiet down. I'm trying to talk. <laughs> so uh, forgetting that that the sound that they made might not have projected over the whole property, but the sounds that I was saying projected over the whole property. Uh, so it's not like you're just of, telling him to fuck off. Out of context, I probably sounded like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so Saturday night wraps up, and uh, actually before the race even had uh, started, I had the uh, camper all hooked up, ready to rip. I was uh, going to make my way back to Amanda's house after she got out of a music festival, and uh, it's very uncharacteristic. The big green bus was uh, going to be there. Stafford uh, usually always there on, on uh, Saturday night. They have bulletproof playing. They are absolutely phenomenal, <coughs> and they play nothing but fucking heaters. So I uh, was kind of bummed about that, but I had the camper all hooked up, ready to go, and uh, said once the race has ended, I was going to switch over to water. So I showed up to the big green bus with a Pedialyte. And uh, then proceeded to have water and water and water. Had some carrot cake cupcakes. Had some more water. Uh, tequila and then, shot. Uh, tequila. I did had did have to do a tequila shot after we lost. Uh, I, mine was. I, I looked at yours. Compared to my, mine was like a good 
like a triple. Yeah, well, yeah, that's because so well, uh, we'll just the only people that can know about this is the the listeners here um, of our show. But so what happened was we walked in. Cassie Rocco goes, we're going to all do tequila shots. All of our drivers wrecked, but you guys are going to do doubles because you guys finished behind us. All right. That sounds fair. But I was like, ah, fuck. Like, I just hate tequila. I do not want to do a double of that. She pours pretty small singles, I guess. But she pours me a double. And then uh, her colleague there, Sarah, has, right before we start recording, right before we click play, she goes, I kind of wanted a little bit more. And I was like, well, Here you go. She, yeah, Cassie <laughs> goes, well, why don't you guys trade? So I did a single. Charlie did a double. Thank you for Thank you, Charlie, for uh, up. taking one for the team. <laughs> it's fucked up. Uh, you had a driver home. I had to drive a camper. So uh, we'll we'll let that we'll you know let that slide, I guess. But so uh, did the did the tequila shot. That was before I even went over the bus. Had some Pedialyte. Had a bunch of waters, and uh, so I looked down at my phone. And uh, Amanda had gone to this this Sound on Sound uh, music festival, which I had never heard of, but uh, apparently it's pretty big because they had a uh, whole mess of people there, and uh, seemed like it turned into a uh, little bit of a Woodstock '99 type deal. Oh no shit! Uh, they had uh, they had no idea how many people Fire were coming. Documentary, by the way, they had no idea how many people were coming. I haven't seen the documentary, so I hope I'm uh, idea happening. idea for a Patreon show. You boys watch that, and then we break it down. <laughs> That'd be cool. You guys are into that. I'd be down. Do you remember when we did Lion King or not Lion King? Fucking. Uh, we owe the Tiger King. We owe we, the we did a, we did don't fuck with cats too. Oh yeah, yeah. I did. I was that was all that. that was all during COVID. I we think. should yeah. we should do that. And uh, but so we also we owe the Patreon people some uh, some content that's been I guess backlog now because we're we're never in the same place at the same time like other than this this month like Mondays um, this little time slot here and we're usually <laughs> like poor Charlie gets to go to the races away from home for the first time in months and I'm like no nah, I'm not going yeah <laughs> so so I think at some point this weekend it seems like we're all going to be at Lee or Bobby will be busy next Sunday, weekend Sunday, Sunday. next weekend we should be at uh, Thompson, Thompson. Uh, I believe we'll all be there if not you know. Um, I think either, be. either I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. Either that Seekonk or uh, Waterford at the end of the year. I think that we'll we'll both be at some of those. Uh, but uh, so we got to do some video content because we did the um, the fake ads, and uh, we have a whole list of those that are somewhere oh, yeah. down on the page, and we have to promote oh. uh, companies. Um, very fakely, like Blue Emu. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> For your pussy, yeah. whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyone that has recently subscribed to that Patreon. girl's legend car career is doing. Not well, <laughs> oh, I right. assume she hasn't improved. No, <laughs> I can't imagine. Blue you got that guy's help. email. Reach out to him and ask. <laughs> I bet he'd like that. I bet he'd like that. Oh, he for sure would. Oh, we even have his phone number. We can call him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If you scroll all the way down on Patreon, if you're a new subscriber or whatever, you can go to the fake ads and uh, submit yours uh, before we go and uh, actually uh, put up the video. One of these times when we're all over the racetrack, we're not doing anything. So um, we will do that at some point in the next few weeks, and we'll we'll try to do the Woodstock thing. But So I don't know exactly what happened in Woodstock 99 because I haven't seen it yet, but it seems like that is a general consensus uh, on the basis of what happened, I guess, right before the main acts came out. Music festival, obviously, all day. The big act started coming out, and uh, the promoter got on stage and was like, "Hey, like you know, you guys, uh, if you like have a lawn chair, I'm gonna need you to move it, like put it to the side. I need you guys to all get together, and uh, you know, just it, you're gonna have to like get closer to each other because we are expecting five thousand more people to show up." And uh, Amanda was like, "I, I was there for eight hours. I left once because there was nowhere to. You couldn't leave. You you were literally stuck in the middle of this festival. So how many people just peed <clears throat> on the floor on the I ground? There must have been a whole lot, though. There must have been yeah. feces like I was walking to work. You know what happened in Woodstock '99? <clears throat> feces. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> I don't know that happened like, for sure. <laughs> But uh, it did seem like it was a it was an absolute problem. So I'm over at the bus, like I said, drinking water, water, water. I'm still dancing, having a good time. I'm just coming down from my drunkenness because I I hit the gas pretty hard earlier in the day, and uh, 
So as I'm sobering up, sobering up, whatever, uh, looked down at my phone. Amanda finally out of the music festival. She was supposed to be home at like one and uh, text me. She's like, yeah, it's, uh, we're looking like we're probably getting home around like three. I'm like, ah, fuck. All right. Unhook so, the camper, crack a beer. <laughs> no, I didn't unhook the camper, but I went and cracked a beer. So I went and I grabbed the beer from the camper and uh, walked over. It was perfect right as uh, Mike Jr. was giving everyone astrology lessons. Um, I don't know what the fuck was going on, but there was about four hours of the night that Mike Jr. was teaching everyone about the stars. He's kind of a nerd. Uh, sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what Like what planet was you know up ahead and uh, you know stuff like that and how fast the world was spinning. I don't fucking know. Uh, he must have been pretty drunk. If the world actually, fast, but. the world does spin at like tens of thousands of miles an hour. Yeah, Hauling ass, yeah. So if yeah. like if the world ever stopped, we all just would like my, my favorite, <laughs> like, like, like slam it on a wall right there. Well, just like Woody, yeah. just like Woody, I'm gonna hit my fucking head on the back of his tailpipe. Yeah, I hope it goes forward. Like, <laughs> see what I'm gonna hit. Well, <laughs> yeah, the east, west, and the my uh, bank account. And no, so stuff. it was funny. We actually were listening to uh, uh, Bobby and I listened to the Pat McAfee show pretty religiously uh, every day, and uh, their their genius idea was to get fucking Bob Labonte out there and uh, have him. <laughs> just roasting the tires going the other way so it slows down get a fucking Jeff Gordon it's funny these guys you could tell like they, they, they have a little they, bit they watched NASCAR when they were kids they know yeah. just enough to they say that sentence up with it. Yeah. yeah you can, like, you can tell like those fucking Jeff Gordon yeah yeah <laughs> They always they always throw in a name and it's always someone that raced in like yeah, a Nextel that, Cup. Yeah, that was like peak nineteen ninety eight to two thousand four Cup series. Like. <laughs> yeah, you you could tell every once in a while they drop in a name and you're like you actually kind of know what you're talking about. But uh, no, it was pretty funny. Yeah, Kyle that, Larson that was is the N word guy. Yeah, that was <laughs> that's that's good publicity, good for him. Uh, but uh, good thing the car owner sponsors the race car. So so like I said, I went and cracked a beer, walked over, and then. Uh, a couple of people were like, what are you doing? What are you, do- what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to have one. I'm going to be here for another two extra hours. I thought I didn't, wasn't going to have, so I had one and uh, switched over to water and just I was <laughs> dancing around. Two, two leads of 12. If I had one, I had 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think I might have actually finished the night at two, but I was over there for fucking eight well, hours. Well, and, part, uh, part of that fire, too, you're leaving out a, a huge fact here, Bradley. Uh, just before we get to the fire, leaving the, uh, the pit area, we're over at Woodrow's uh, Bent Race Car, and uh, we met the guy, Bob. The oh, guy. yeah. The carrot cake guy. Oh, Stony, <laughs> the short track baker, and yeah. they are phenomenal. I'm glad they. I'm glad they lived up to the hype. I, I hyped this guy up pretty pretty big to you the, guys. The ca- so, so I'm not a big sweets guy. I'm really not. No, I'm a no neither am I. I. I do like. I do like a carrot cake though. It's it, I, it's weird, but I like it. I'm a sweets guy, and I like carrot cake. The guy brought his A game. He he had the Tupperware and everything at bring, the fire. I think he brings the heat, man. It just it was that was part of his part of his whatever his. Did he have over deal. or under a hundred and nine of them? He had four, just for you guys, just for us, uh-huh. just for us. He also uh, snuck me a piece. of... I don't know if you got this or not. I don't know if I should even say this. I got banana bread too. I didn't. Phenomenal. I love a banana Phenom- bread too. He, he also did, he did message me and uh, I told him uh, I would tell you guys to come find him. So I'm glad you guys linked up. So uh, he. Uh, he was saying though that he he does get a, a little cunty with people though because he he obviously he he is part of the Stafford community. He's part of this. He sells the race petroleum. You get it. So people have asked him in the past, you know, what box mix do you use? Ooh, I don't think he could do that. Oh. To a to a base. This is a guy. If you did that to Gordon Ramsay, he would slit your throat <laughs> on sight. This is a guy who goes out literally buys like a, what do they call it? Fucking a bushel. Or a fucking yeah, a bushel a bag, size, right? or a I don't know, a flock, a pride of carrots. <laughs> 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 he, he shaved, he a like gaggle, <laughs> he, yeah, a, a substantial amount of carrots and uh, a pride. 
the nerve. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he shaves them and like, he, I don't know, gives them a haircut or whatever. And then does actually makes carrot cake from scratch. Yeah, into this the ain't cupcakes. no Betty Crocker bullshit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what an insult. Yeah. Hey, he goes out. He oh, does, I would, if, if I was this man who is called the short track baker, oh, I'd throw out, hands. I'd punch him so hard in the face. So, uh, Bob, I don't know if you need any or if you got any last time. I do. I did get the carrot stickers. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to get one. I told yeah. him I'd probably be at Thompson. Yeah. Um, whether to race or to party remains to be unseen. Uh, testing pending, but yeah, he asked how many I wanted. I said four because I have two sides of two race cars, and I realize one's just a paperweight right now. So, um, you... tires, uh, tires still have air in them down there today. Perfect, perfect. That's good. Still in rolling shape, <laughs> ready to rip. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, if you need any, I'll, I'll I'll hand them over to you. But uh, we yeah, also give me, give me one so I can put on my car. <clears throat> also met uh, Dave Sykes. Yeah, uh, well, we I had name that frequently pops up on our, uh, our Patreon from and the stuff DMs, and but... such and things and hell of a guy. I had already Great met guy. him. I don't I don't know that I we shared a beer, which I think that's tough that I walked over the water, but we met him. Yeah, no, I I, I had seen a, a circumstances BFP. are circumstantial. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Facts yeah. by Bobby. <laughs> well said. <laughs> well said. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet that. No, I I had seen uh I I, I saw a BFP beanie in the wild. And I was like, hey, nice hat. A lot He's of like, those at Stafford. Just hats oh, in general, swag in general. <laughs> oh, Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay was actually like commenting on that. She's like, "There, I've seen like 100 people wearing BFP shit, and I have no idea who they are. I was like, that makes two of us, mm-hmm. for sure, uh, which is pretty cool. A lot of, a lot of love, love that. in the Stafford, Connecticut area. Yeah, I've been down there working my magic a couple times a week. A lot of Connecticut. A couple times a month, at least, for the last two years. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> I've been once. It was it was great. I was I was in the pisser at some point during the uh, I think it was the SK lights race just uh, ended or something like that, and uh, I came back out and uh, well I didn't come out, but I was I was standing at the pisser yearning, and I saw uh, a uh, wild Jason Chapman with a BFP hat on in victory lane. I was like, oh, those those guys, and then I looked around. I was like, oh, I'm just sitting here by myself. That's fucking weird. <laughs> um, but with your dick in your hand, yeah. better, <laughs> to, better to say that by yourself than, than a bunch of people who don't know who yeah, you are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, definitely it had some alcohol in me cause, uh, usually I don't talk to myself, but, uh, you know, every once in a while the Mickey start flowing and, uh, you start talking to yourself, but, um, yeah, no Stafford, great time. Had a, uh, overall phenomenal experience. Ended up, uh, towing out just, uh, I was fine. Oh, so this left this part out. So, so you got a I nice hitch on the truck now. I did. Nice yeah. Sway bar so hitch. I, I got a, uh, one of the anti-swaying fucking deals because it swayed like a motherfucker. I almost slept it on the way to Star, let alone fucking Stafford, which is uh, substantially farther away. And uh, so between... They do make a big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Between uh, like four of us, we were trying to put the thing together. And uh, <laughs> so we finally, it's Sunday morning, we, we finally got it together or whatever. And um, we I started, I basically go to pull out. I, I basically pulled straight from uh, the camper, like wrapped around and uh, parked it over by the bus. So I hadn't really taken, I guess, a right-hand turn uh, because the way that the camper was parked, I had to whip it to the left all the way around and uh, park it over by the bus. So I just kind of parked it a little straight a little bit. Um, there was a race trailer there, so I was parked at a little bit of an angle, but whatever. So I go to, after everyone, you know, I, I go over to Staggerstees, get some chips for dinner and, uh, uh, or for fucking breakfast, I guess. It was like 2 a.m. And uh, I walk back by the fire and uh, there was a group of people that we were all hanging out with. I was like, all right, see you guys later. Like, I'm heading out. And uh, went and jumped in the truck to start the journey, put the thing in drive, crank the wheel to the right. All of a sudden, fucking things in drive. I get fucking like the world just stopped turning, fucking rocking back and forth, like come to a complete stop. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, I'm looking down. I'm like, I didn't hit the e-brake, which would have been fucking ridiculous. If I hit the hit, hit it and I didn't know about it, it since it's a pull-up, it would have been a problem. I probably should have parked the thing and slept in it all night. But um, all of a sudden, I stop. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I go 
look around the camper, everything looks fine. It felt like the, I thought the camper actually fell off of the ball and it was now on the chains. I'm like, this isn't good. So I get out, check everything over. Everything looks fine. <clears throat> go back in the truck, put the thing in drive, go forward. Not, not going forward at all. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I don't understand like what the fuck is going on. So I'm like, maybe the thing's dragging on the ground. So I go check the ground, like looking at the bars. It's not dragging on the ground. I'm like, what the hell? Get back in, try it again. Didn't work. <clears throat> So I get back out and I see that the uh, e-brake to the camper was now f- like on the ground, like behind the camp, like in, like a little bit below the camper. So the e-brake had fucking yanked out of the thing. So right as I, it was perfect. You know, I, I told everyone, I'm like, all right, see you guys later. You know, see ya, fucking whatever. Went to go take a right, made it about a foot and a half and fucking came to a complete halt. <laughs> and I was parked there fucking around with it for, you know, fucking five minutes trying to figure out what the hell was going on. But Tough got, got the thing all hooked back up and uh, made the way up to, uh, to Amanda's and, Ended up being uh, ended up being all right, but um, <clears throat> I wanted to go back actually to uh, last week's show. Obviously, we concluded with a mouse in the basement, and uh, we mentioned that we hadn't found Rico yet. <clears throat> so as I, uh, I I sleep in this basement here, we brought a cat down as I was putting the show up on the interwebs, and um, this this one particular cat is a uh, is a real piece of shit. So. <laughs> um, so <laughs> <laughs> just to say it honestly mind you we have three cats and a dog in this household and the one that happened to be a mouse fucking killer is just a real piece of shit so <laughs> so the thing comes down here immediately goes to work you could see it fucking on the prowl like runs underneath the the, <clears throat> the couch i'm just uploading the show and like typing shit out with my feet straight up in the air like if this mouse comes around i don't want to fucking step on it well i mean i do but it kind of freak me out probably but so the cat like fucks around and I see the mouse like go behind the wall. So then the mouse, I mean the, the cat falls behind the wall and I'm like, all right, like she's fucking hot on the trails. Like she'll kill it for sure. And so the night goes on, whatever. I'm standing here watching football. I'm uploading more shit. I'm, you know, editing the show post and <clears throat> I don't see the cat. So I'm like, all right, cat's probably still fucking working. So I'm like, I'll just go to bed. You know, hopefully the cat, the cat does hide down here every once in a while and sometimes even for a full night. So I'm like, whatever, I can't really find it. I'm not going to go fuck around with it. There's like a bunch of boxes it's probably hiding behind. So I go back to bed, or I go to bed, I go to bed fairly early, like you know, 11 o'clock, I guess. I usually go to bed pretty late and I was like, all right, like I'll get a full night's sleep. Feel good about it. Feel good about it. Fucking 1.30, I wake up to the cat at the end of the bed and this thing is, this thing doesn't just meow. This thing fucking screams. It's not like a meow. Yeah, it's not, it sounds meow. like a man. It's like, <laughs> literally like no joke that is how it sounds compared to like a regular ass cat meow i live with cats my whole life this thing is unreal i don't know what the fuck's gotten into it but its voice box works perfectly fine so things at the end of the bed i go to get out of bed and this thing is skittish because it, it knew i was fucking pissed so i get out of bed and the thing runs back behind the wall back behind the boxes that i couldn't find it behind the first time well now it's fucking almost 2 a.m and I'm like, well, I'm not going to go fuck around around all these boxes. So I'm just going to, I guess, fucking leave it and hope that it just fucks off for the rest of the night. <clears throat> no, no, fucking about an hour and a half later, things now at my face, literally like nose on my face and just goes, Meow! <laughs> like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. So I go to grab this thing like bear hug and the thing fucking jumps out of my hands, runs across the floor. I am now chasing this fucking cat through the basement all the way back out to where it was hiding to begin with. I'm like, this fucking, this fucking cat. I'm going to fucking murder this fucking cat. I am fuming. Go back to bed. 30 minutes later, same fucking deal. Just at the base of the bed, just screaming. And I get out of bed, and I fucking run, chase this cat down, grab it by the fucking scruff. I am holding it, looking at it, like, square in the eyes. And I was like, I am going to fucking murder you. I'm going to throw you outside and let a coyote fucking rip you to shreds if you don't shut the fuck up. I go upstairs, open the door, fucking throw it down. I'm like, all right. 
Fuck it now, go back to bed. <laughs> the cat's in the bed waiting for you. As you come back to bed. <laughs> there's, just, there's just a coyote laying there, like on its side. Like, you want me to? <laughs> so, long story short, next night, go to bed, think nothing of it. I, there's no cat. We don't keep cats down here, like on purpose. We leave the door closed because they just fucking get into everything. One time, that cat, I came home from work after like a long weekend. On a Monday, I left work. I, if I if I get to work on time, I can leave work at three without taking a lunch. I'm like, I, I need a nap before I record the show. Usually, I'm pretty late, I'm like fucking exhausted. So I get home at three, fucking <laughs> flick the light on, pull the blankets back. There is just a shit right in the middle of the bed. I'm like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. You got to like, be shitting me. <laughs> I knew Hey-o. before before he had told me this. Wait I did that. laundry that day. I come down here and I th- there's like a I don't know what would you call that like a a bed sheet I guess curtain curtain curtain, kind of box in your bed in there and it was open and I look over I'm like Brad's got my spare fucking bed set on his bed I'm like that seems weird but whatever (laughs) it was just a comforter outside outside he's he's like like, my 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 other blanket on there. I didn't give a shit. I never use it. I'm like, well, whatever. I don't yeah, know. Mine, mine, something tells me happened. <laughs> mine <laughs> got <laughs> shit on his bed. I'm like, oh no. Mine got <laughs> mine got shitted on. Oh, Charlie, Ooh, so, call back. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, she did done shit. So, dude. So, <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of new Smyrna references tonight, huh? <laughs> so I had. Uh, I'm so scarred. So I went to and I took a nap with the sheets Uba? completely. <laughs> such a Uber. <laughs> completely ripped off the bed i was just laying on straight mattress with the fucking uh with the, with the comforter or whatever for that one nap so whatever this is this cat's a problem we don't want the cats down here it's very it's like a known rule in the house between everyone that lives here well there's a couple people that come throughout the house throughout the day that just absolutely love not giving a shit leaving the door wide open so i get home one day usually i get home the door's wide open i'm like fuck there's cats down here i get home doors closed i'm like great it's a tuesday i got nothing going on there's no football there's no sports i'm just fucking around on the laptop I'm like i'm gonna go to bed early you know so i go to bed early fucking right like like a fucking what are those fucking big ass alarm like a grandfather clock goes off like at midnight um, just just <laughs> i wake up full blown on my back just like just like they just laid me to rest <laughs> just hands on the chest just look it up. I might as well have had flowers. <laughs> I am seeing fucking red. I'm like, that had to have been a dream, right? Surely that was a dream, right? There's no way that fucking cat's down here. No fucking way. So I like lean Jokes up. Been down here I day. lean up like fucking Frankenstein. I look around the corner. I don't see a cat. I get up. I look around the corner. Don't see a cat. I'm like, all right. Second night in a row. If that thing fucking wakes me up again, I swear to fucking God. So Charlie, uh, mm. sad, to hear, sad to hear you only have two cats. So that's right. That one's my mother's. Cat. I go back to bed, fucking two o'clock. Sure as hell, same exact thing. I'm like, <laughs> I I rip the sheets out. Like I'm surprised my bed didn't break. I fucking rifle the fan that sits right next to my bed into my fucking gun safe. Fucking thing hits it, r- rattles off the fucking bed. I chase this thing upstairs so fucking fast, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I'm causing an absolute scene at 2:30." Got <laughs> to the top of the stairs, petite little cat. <laughs> Open the door, fucking close it immediately, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna fucking kill it." Went to bed, absolutely seething. Woke up, gritting my teeth, jaw hurt. <laughs> just, oh, just, I was like, that had to have been a dream, because there's no way two nights in a row this fucking thing's gonna ruin my night. But sure as shit. You know, once a one, that's one thing. I'm allergic to them. It's another thing for it to be fucking absolutely screaming. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it sounds like a 
like a bat, it's, like it's dying. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It is. It, it is was bad. real fun when it was a kitten and yeah. she went into heat and it was just screaming like a man. Yeah, for like six hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Forever blessed that my two cats are pretty fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah, your cats. The other two are fine. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. other two are great. The one that lived here before, before a coyote ate it, oh. was fine. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was just in another house right now. <laughs> it was such a nice cat. Someone else probably offered it in to stay yeah. for free forever. Yeah. That cat was awesome because you never saw it. <laughs> it would just leave. <laughs> I think I could figure out why he left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. assholes <laughs> haven't fed me in weeks. He went off for milk. He always had food, but yeah. He went off for milk and it never came back. You milked the cat? No, it went off for milk and cigarettes and it never came back. It didn't get its scratchers. Well, I, I think that's I don't know a if you joke noticed. to what color the cat was. It was gray. It was Bob. gray. Oh. Yeah. So it was old? Actually, it was kind of old, wasn't it? It was like 11, yeah. yeah Maybe it is dead. Just went off and died. Know. It was like Milo and But Otis. I don't know if you've noticed. Wait, the, Otis. the mouse problem has... <laughs> do you have a timestamp? Yeah, we, we may need to cut that out. <laughs> well, we do have one that is, but that was not the cat. That's a that's a newer. Yeah, that's a the new so edition. I pulled I pulled the microphone away from my mouth and tried to whisper that, and it startled Bradley. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck was that?" I thought I was like, "There's a ghost down here for sure." The gun, that cat that cat went off and fucking took a hooked on phonics class. I didn't know it was English. It's back. It's behind me like the fucking spider. Three shows ago. What is it with fucking animals and interrupting this That's show? so worth that it. That was so you editing, editing me out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> that was so away from the microphones that I thought for sure it was just in my ear. Like it was, because usually when you talk into the microphones, it's Quite loud as shit. Was yeah. just it did, it <laughs> did startle you <laughs> so much, too. Oh my god, I was oh, so Brad's scared. got goosebumps. Oh yeah, no, I'm sweating now for sure. I'm also crying. It's a whole thing. Um, oh, I'm going to sleep God. tonight, but the fucking cat's not down here. Uh, well, or maybe fuck. it is. Well, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So NASCAR did do NASCAR stuff. Oh, do we have yeah. a... Yeah, the Folds of Honor Quick Trip S&P 500. Yeah, at NASDAQ Raceway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do they ring that bell when the race is over? Yeah. Ding, uh, that's ding, how ding, they ding, start it. they start it. Uh, <laughs> I just got a text message from Lindsay. It says, is there a reason you all are meowing? <laughs> of course there is. We're mimicking the cats, obviously. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, I'm going to pee. Uh, uh, but before we uh, we do get too carried away with the NASCAR. No, we already got carried away. NASCAR stuff at the NASCAR uh, NASDAQ fucking superplex. Um we have another one here, boys. The uh, Puskas Pooper Review here, Texas edition. For Tejas. Uh, this is coming from Chris Puskas. He is the engine tuner for the number two NASCAR Cup Series car driven by Austin Sindrick and Who owned pointed it out by this Roger week? Penske. I believe it was. It might have been Jake Matheson. About it how, was. How fitting. How that, have we not missed? Like, how, how have we missed this? I don't need. I don't never even put, no pun intended, two and two together. How fitting that the Pooper Review comes from the number two team. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> Brad is startled again. <laughs> My day was ruined when he said that. I was like, how, how have we gone this long without making that connection? Yeah, that's really a small brain of us. Weird. Uh, anyway, Puskas Pooper Review here. Texas, boys. What would you think? I would think it's it's nice. The, maybe, maybe a I big don't know, the racetrack sucks dick, but... Yeah. yeah well, I, feel, would I, feel like, you, I feel like... I think it'd be a nice pooper. 
See, I always feel like it'd be what? a nice one, especially because it's a it's a Bruton Smith ratio. Everything's right? bigger in Texas, excluding like coops. I feel you like need it's to... it's a draw. Like Maybe you might go pie. to you might go to one bathhouse, it could be nice. You might go to one, it's an absolute dump. It's like a porter shitter, <laughs> but unintended. Yeah, you yeah. Get it. <laughs> See, like I I always feel like a Bruton Smith racetrack. It's a, it's a nice facility, obviously, but North Wilkesboro. This is also, I mean, Loudon is a nice facility. <laughs> Loudon is a nice facility too. But I've had to waffle stomp other people's shit in the bathhouse. Well, that's what before. I'm saying. So, like, like the 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 FWA bathhouse at Loudon, yeah. but not Phenomenal. The trailer that they bring in. <laughs> um, Yikes. So here it is. Uh, Puska's Pooper Review. Texas Garages. The Garages. Okay, so I guess that that's important. 4.7 out you of mean 10. mean he's not changing tires on the midway? <laughs> the, why would the engine tuner be changing tires, Brad? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I didn't know what he did. I forgot. All I'm thinking but is why like, would he be tuning the, the garage in the area bathrooms are probably a little rougher because I bet it's mainly used by men. <laughs> Men, men, but it, men, I feel like it's men, a more restricted men, area, though, men. so you're not going to have every Ooh. Joe Schmuckatelli and their little brother coming through yeah, there either. Yeah, but the dumps are bigger. <laughs> I feel like guys that work on I, race cars yeah, are guys gross. like Freddie back there. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of former college linebackers who are taking shit. I guess you're right. That's what yeah. Freddie gets for calling us idiots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he deserves a rocket shot across the bow every now and again. So anyway, uh, Texas Garages, 4.7 out of 10. Hot and dark. No smell, which is comforting, but the stalls are very small and restricting. Yeah. It's an upset in hot temperature. Normally, that's when shit stinks the most. Yeah. Rusted hardware and single-ply TB- TP make this one tough to dookie in. <laughs> <laughs> dookie shoes. That'll always be a funny word. Uh, reminds me of a middle school bathroom, honestly. Not super pleasant, but if I had to let one fly during the race, I'll cut my losses and use a portage on that's much closer to pit road. Everything is bigger, wow, bigger in Texas, except for the bathroom stalls at TMS, apparently. Going to have to say six Hail Marys and hope the Lord forgives me for pooping here. 4.7 out of 10. Puskas yeah, Booper Review, tough. Texas Garages. Tough, I tough. figured it would have well, been nicer than that. That's yeah, a, that's unfortunate. I would have thought so as well. Hmm. I feel like it's a, I don't know, when I think of Texas, I think of a nice actual facility. I think that the racing's absolutely fucking garbage. Yeah, the, uh, so I don't know if it's a tire situation. I don't know if it's the type of car situation. I don't know if it's both. I don't know if it's a Tyler, rules package. Tyler, Tyler Reddick's right rear didn't blow. Has anybody looked at the uh, the Rodney Childers feed on Twitter? No, but I bet it's phenomenal. It's just old it's... men yelling at cloud. No <laughs> it definitely is. No one's going to do anything about any of it. But uh, it, is, it is ironic that you read, and it's not just Rodney Childers. It's all kinds of people are tweeting. The guys who were dominant in the old cars are the ones bitching. Uh-huh. And the guys who are good, like Justin Marks, <laughs> they're like, no, it's fine. Yeah, this is great. We love this. Yeah. <laughs> Don't change. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weird. The The interesting part, though, is that Rodney Childers is obviously a very smart dude. Uh, top probably five crew chiefs on the pit road. I think that's fair. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's saying it's it's a rules situation. So with, the, with this new car, there is a big, what's called, diffuser underneath the rear end of the vehicle. Okay. They also have limiters on the rear shocks, so they're boxed into a very tight window. Well, there's also a very small window for maximum downforce, not more or less, but maximum downforce in the rules package that they have within that limiter. So the only way that they can get to where they need to be is let all the air out of the tires. So his recommendation is take the limiter away they would then pump the tires up and get that back to where they want to anyway and not have the, all these tire blowouts. Nah, well, I, and I saw I saw somebody responded to Rodney's tweet and like, yeah, he wants a half an inch. If NASCAR gave it to him, he's just going to want another half an inch. Probably. And that yeah. I agree with. I mean, that's, 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 true, that's what a crew chief's job is. 
is to get the most out of it, exploit the rules, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But it was just an interesting take on it because, yeah. just like you said, you know, Tyler Reddick didn't blow a tire out. Other people didn't blow a tire out. But you know, they these teams that are bitching, the Joe Gibbs, the Hendrick, you know, they had smarter people. And I'm not coming up with this thought on my own. I heard it on some other show, whether it was DBC, Dale Jr., whatever. Somebody smarter than me said this, but I completely agreed. Those teams want to go back to the old way because they have the smartest people in the sport in their building. They can make better parts than Justin Marks, Spire, whoever. Those are just teams, low-dollar low teams come to name. So NASCAR went to this so that the teams that, you know, Colleg, Spire, Trackhouse, didn't have to have the smartest people in the world working on their race cars, and they could still be competitive. And that is the problem you have here. Well, I, I think it's also... I think we're getting to a point, too, where... Yo, many moons ago, Richard Petty and you know Petty Enterprises. That was, that was top notch. Richard was a good race car driver, but he had way better equipment for a long time. I mean, if you really want to get into it too, there was a point in time. Richard Petty, obviously, like we said, he was way above everybody else. Well, at some point, everybody passed them in terms of technology, and most people don't do this math here. But Richard Petty's last win was what eighty four. Hmm something like that he retired in 92 yeah that's a pretty long dry spell and people want to forget about that and we talk about the 200 wins and seven championships as you should seven day total 500s but people seem to want to kind of chop out that that dry spell there at the end you know there was a time too. dale earnhardt he was winning a bunch of races but he was also driving for richard childress who at that point in time was leaps and bounds ahead of Hendrick, leaps and bounds ahead of all these other teams, and they had the best shit. A great listen, if you go back a couple weeks ago, Greg Biffle was on the Dale Jr. Download, and that was a fantastic show, and that was Biffle's complaint with Roush. You know, it basically was Kenseth won it in 03, Kurt Busch won it in 04, Biffle thinks he should have won it in 05, and some things happened, he didn't win it. But at the time, Jack Roush was the dominant Cup Series team. And they were bringing five cars to the racetrack. And they never progressed forward into the COT era and everything. And then within a matter of five years, they were a laughingstock and didn't have the speed or the, you know, that the, all these other teams had. The the one thing I have noticed, though, like the, the Roush, with the, like a, if we're talking like our era, like late 90s, 2000s, even early like 2010s, the people who drove for Jack Roush were very, very loyal. Like, very loyal. Like, Matt Kenth- Kenseth almost... And it sounded like Rush was a shitty boss. But, like, y- you think about it, though. Matt Kenseth kind of stretched out the 17 before he went to Gibbs. Carl Edwards was in the 99 for quite a while before he also went to Gibbs. Greg Biffle never left. And then you have other L- ones like... Listen to the show Mark and you Martin figure out why he never left. But you have, like, Mark Martin and all these other guys. He was that... never allowed to leave. <laughs> well, I- I- I've heard... I've heard some things too. Contract but. language. They were real good at that. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. But he basically summed it up as anytime it was time to leave, they wouldn't let him go until it was too late. Yeah. You know, like Gibbs, he said he was in the running to drive the eighteen, the twenty, you know, basically the same cars that Edwards and Kenseth left to drive. And he's like, by the time he could have done it, those rides are already filled. And then it's like, Well, I guess I gotta keep re upping my contract <clears throat> with Roush because I don't have any better offers. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know that getting paid to run even twentieth is still better than watching. I guess what I was gonna say earlier the the rule changes like obviously like this has happened sporadically throughout the year, but it was just emphasized at Texas, which we don't go back to this year. But you can't change the rules in the playoffs in the middle of you know the second round of the playoffs, so they're gonna have to deal with uh, happy's crappy parts for less (laughs) for the next couple weeks. Well, and it's this this is the same fucking pedestal I stood on, not the same, but the same. 
Beatridge 2013. Dan McKegg and I were leading the points. We were running American Racer tires. I didn't have a tire issue all year. Dan didn't have a tire issue all year. Mike Rowe was having tire issues. Kelly Moore was having tire issues. A lot of guys were. But it was, you with the Hoosiers, you could run low air pressure, more camber, more travel, higher grip loads. You could go way faster on a Hoosier, but it didn't work with American Racers. But you know, I was running a lot of air pressure, not a lot of camber, you know, setting the car up real consistent. I never had a tire problem all year long. Halfway through the year, they just switched to Hoosiers. And it's like, I'm still mad about it. Beatridge is gone in forever, and I, I'm probably less sad that Beatridge is gone because of that decision <laughs> still, and it was nine fucking years ago. That there was also But I you know, you give these guys you give these guys a that. you give these guys a rule book, a race car to build, and a tire to race it on. It's not my fault that you can't get your shit to not go on these tires. And like I said earlier, Tyler Reddick didn't blow a tire. He thought he was going to, but he didn't. Yeah. Maybe them guys pushed the envelope just enough to where it didn't blow, whereas Truex, Harvick, um, they pushed the envelope too far. Like, that's part of Chase it. Chase Elliott. That, I mean, yeah, that's, the, that's part of the deal. You're given a tire and a rule book. Like, figure it out. If, if every single car goes out there and blows a right rear during the race, you have a tire problem. I don't think you have a tire problem. Yeah, it was just interesting that the you know leaders would come out and every time I wasn't really watching because I was towing the camper back, um, but the <clears throat> like uh, just the fact every time I tuned in on my phone I would I would just try to because I couldn't find what fucking radio station it was on I was like I'll just turn it on my phone and every time I'd look down when I just got to a place that it was somewhat safe to do so I'd look down at some someone that was previously leading was stuffed in the wall but it was a good weekend for the pals Tyler Reddick obviously ends up picking up the win after all that. Uh, Drama and uh, Noah, calamity. <laughs> Noah wins four in a row to uh, tie. Was it Sam, Sam Hard for uh, the most consecutive wins? In and then just series. casually goes to a Cole Swindell show and wheels the trophy on stage. Yep, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the, <laughs> mixed my, in with a waffle. You, mean, you mean you don't? <laughs> <laughs> to my understanding, in the top three series of NASCAR, the only people to have ever won four in a row are Sam Ard and Noah Gragson in the Xfinity series, and Harry Gant in the Cup series. And both Noah and Harry Gant were the month of September. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. uh, it's pretty. Uh, Has pretty Xfinity big... playoffs even started? Yeah, yes. I think that, he that is was now the locked first, into the round. That was the first round, I believe. Eight. Yeah, it must be the round yeah. eight. But. Yeah, because they only do twelve. <clears throat> they're one round shorter than Cup. Which is like uh, I was listening to DBC and they were talking about. Oh, yeah, at least we're not making it confusing for the fans. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Like I'm a basically a lifelong NASCAR fan, and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, me neither. Um, and that <laughs> obviously says something about people. But yet the truck, trucks have 12 in the playoffs, but their playoffs started in, like, July. Yeah, and now yeah. They're, they're, like, locking people into the final four already. It's just, fuck, it's a whole fucking mess. But it's mucky. That makes sense just because it's NASCAR. But, um, yeah, I mean, that seemed like I obviously didn't watch any of it. Charlie, I know, didn't because he was with me all day. But the this seemed like they wrecked a whole bunch of shit. So that was neat. Good uh, good on the Xfinity guys. But that's just Texas, uh, I'm assuming, since they uh, took the all-star race away it sounds like they're going to repave that place reconfigure it do whatever the fuck they need to do make it something that i hope they just don't make it another atlanta um atlanta's cool but it's yeah we i don't, don't, need I don't think they need another one no um, they got that one everybody kind of hates it yeah that drives on it anyways yeah um it's fun to watch but it was it was definitely dangerous i i can't imagine they're not going to hurt someone severely at that track going that fast on a mile and a half but yeah, that was uh, the the NASCARs did the NASCARing, and all of our friends did good. So we love to see that. Obviously, uh, shout out to uh, Derek Neeland and Tyler Reddick for the Sunday win. And uh... big irony um, when we went to make our picks last week, and I did not do any research, just like this week. And I tried to pick the eight and the twenty-two, and realized I could not pick the eight and the twenty-two. And Brad's like, huh, "Bob's gonna be some pissed when they run one-two. <clears throat> uh, where'd they uh, when they finish one-two? Sure did, pal. Yeah. 
also the tough, tough the one time Brad picks Brad Kozlowski. And Brad was fast. Kozlowski qualified on the pole. Pulls uh, one out of his ass for the first. Starting time to year. accuse you of he's having been, inside information that we don't have. He's been fast every <laughs> once in a while. I just picked him because I hadn't used him yet this year. <clears throat> and his his team car won last week, so you knew he was going to bring his A game to a place that he's pretty good at usually. <clears throat> So where are they? Um, where are they this week? Talladega. Oh, that's right. And we do have uh, we do have a whole bunch of Patreon questions. So let's let's, let's yeah, we can wrap up NASCAR and get our picks out of the way, and then do Patreon. Or what do we want to do? Give me Bubba Daryl. You are going first, and uh, you can use him again. I would like to have. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't do great enough research to know who I can and can't use still, so that's <laughs> tough for me. Oh, I'll take the six of Keselowski. Fuck it. Give me the uh, 51 of Cody Shane Ware. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Brad? <laughs> Why not? I already have this thing wrapped up. <laughs> All I know is I'm not going to be last. I so. think that you like have locked in not being last. I'm pretty certain that I have. If not, you have a 21-point lead with and there's like five races left, yeah. seven races left. Yeah, so worse. I could lose this t- you two can't. points a week. It's literally between Bob and yeah. I. Pretty right. Sure. One... I or Charlie would have to physically win the actual race every week and get no points, and you'd have to get three. Yeah, yeah. Every if week. there's if there's seven races <clears throat> left. Yeah, so I'm like, I, I have yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of uh, people that are stashed away. Anyways, I <laughs> yeah. I played it real smart where I have like most of the playoff guys left for a second time um, coming down the stretch here. So I didn't. I'll uh, mail one in and uh, Cody where he he finished in the top ten last last time at a play track. So. He also almost died <laughs> last week. Well, yeah, but he yeah he might not even be racing, which <laughs> <laughs> will be real tough. <laughs> Forget about that. <laughs> if uh, that if was bad. if he doesn't get to race, I should be able to get Beach Meckley out or something. I'll I'll buy his lonesome too. Yeah. <laughs> of the 51 he definitely will be like, out there so you'll just oh get yeah whoever drives the 51 it. hopefully it's Josh Balicki Joey Hand yeah oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ yeah um yeah, that, that was a hellacious fucking wreck. I don't know that he's going to be out there, but... I think he hit pit road harder than he hit the fucking outside wall there. Yeah, he's sure. landing and like I thought s- he was going to hit the opening, too, which would yeah. have been big, and He's big laying guy. there like a sack of potatoes, and they're not really getting over there to ask if he's okay. Yeah. Everybody's, like, yell, like, pointing at him through the window, and it's like, why don't you go help him? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was the NAS caring, and uh, so we do have some Patreon questions, like we said. Um, Tyler Bauer said, what is the best race you guys have watched this season? Man, that's tough because I've watched a lot of fucking races this year between in-person, on-flow. Yeah, like it's hard to pick just I'm going to need like reminders. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's been it's been a uh, – it's been, like I the like amount of races of... that we consume in a year is just so ridiculous that it's really hard to have one that sticks out. But uh, it's got to be – it's got to be for me the granddaddy of them all, the, the spring sizzler between Matt Hirschman and Ryan Priest absolutely putting on a fuck of a show, swapping the lead back and forth, and uh, Hirschman obviously goes on and winning the thing, but – that uh, that for me was the one that really stuck out. Uh, obviously, that's a big one. Uh, I feel like there was a pass race at Oxford that was actually really fucking good too, where everybody was like kind of slicing and dicing for the lead. No, uh, the one with uh, Joey Dwyer and Johnny Clark was fun for a while, but yeah. that uh, I don't know. And the Max Cookson. Yeah, that one maybe. I, I feel like know. the two fifty. The two fifty was a good race. Right yeah. down to the wire, had drama and controversy at the end. Right down to a green white checkered. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah, like yeah. I said, we just take in so many races that it's yeah. hard to, if you could, like, get a year in review for yourself and, like, get reminded of Because, like, I don't even fucking remember, you know, we went to 
races back in April and May, and like even New Smyrna, I couldn't fucking tell you what went on in half those races. Yeah, and it's tough too. Like the uh, there's a lot of times we also you, drink a lot. Yeah, well. we not only do we drink a lot, but also like people want to. Sounds fucking weird to say, but people want to meet us. People want to meet up with us to grab merchandise and shit. And so, like, the only time to do it, you know, if they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get to the race," it, you know, the time a normal person gets to the race, they get to the race right before it starts. Well, then you got to work on trying to figure out where they're at because they're not gonna want to stay late. And we usually don't go out into the parking lot till pretty late, so we got to meet up with them. And then we miss some of the races. And then by the time we get in there, we're even more drunk. And it's just uh, glad that Racing America and Flow Racing exists specifically to go back and watch uh, what what exactly happened in uh, in a night, but. Uh, Nate Barth says, with Wilkesboro's return to NASCAR to the NASCAR schedule, what are some other tracks you would like to see back on the Cup schedule? Well, Wilkesboro on the Cup schedule would be Trenton, cool. even though it's never <laughs> on the <laughs> <laughs> never. It's not even a racetrack; hasn't been for years. <laughs> the kidney bean just taking a yeah. hard right down the back stretch. Well, well, I know someone that did that <clears throat> this weekend. Well, that was a hard left, but yeah, you, you get it. it. The Wolf of Stafford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're all gonna know. Who we're talking about? <laughs> I don't know if yeah. most people will, but yeah. I like that for us. Yeah. Um. Bat, so like one that they obviously used to race on and then no longer do. Yeah. Oh, I feel like they tried the rocking hand thing and that didn't, yeah, was kind it was of a just, bust. It's just too far gone. Uh, it's well, really, they said that it, about North Wilkesboro too, and look at where that is. <clears throat> yeah, I would love for them to. Get they have enough fucking that. money. Fourteen years though, or fifteen years of just exhaustion. Like I thought Wilkesboro was dead, but. Yeah, no, it's badass that they brought that back. But I, I like mean, I bring it back to Oxford. Gotta bring, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's gotta oh be. Oh my Nashville. gosh, no! <laughs> it's gotta be. Yeah, the fairgrounds. It's gotta be the fairgrounds. Yeah, because um, cool. the Super Speedway just it actually put on a pretty good race this year. But that everyone wants to be at the fairgrounds. And uh, I would have just, you ever like, been there, Brad? No, beautiful. I would. I would love to place. check it out. Um, and uh, I just want them to do it specifically so the people that have moved in. I know you to a racetrack can be even more. Yeah, twenty twelve. Place pretty badass. I, that's You're just it. looking up the racetrack. That's, it's fucking wild. That's uh, that's really, really ha- like precisely why I want the cup cars to go back is because people have already started bitching about, oh, it's gonna be too loud. It's like they race fucking a hundred times a year already. It's gonna be louder one weekend, you fucking moron. And like they, they had already like came out and said like, oh no, what we're gonna do is instead of racing every single weekend, you know, super late models, pro late models, whatever they race. They're going to take away and race like every other weekend and then also just have a cup race weekend in there so that you don't have as many races going on and you just have that one big weekend. And that's obviously Can not you imagine expending the time, energy, and resources to bitch about a racetrack about that's there before you? One day out of the year for an event, or even if it's just once a week. But yeah. like, <clears throat> like you stupid. moved in knowing that there was a racetrack. Fucking, that's right like down all the road. fucking clown. Like before Beechridge closed down, all the fucking clowns that moved into that uh, uh, the housing development right next to the racetrack. Yeah. Well, they're fucking mortgage or not mortgage people. The real estate people brought them in the backside and like, here's your new house. There's definitely not a racetrack in the right over there. there. <laughs> yeah. And they all bought it and they're like, oh my god, what's that noise? It's like. The racetrack's been here since the 40s. Fucking do your research, you fucking dildos. Janine, the highway sounds pretty loud today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking stupid. Fucking, yeah. Almost as stupid as buying a fucking $6 million property and figuring out you can't put water in it. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of meat nugs. Yeah. <laughs> fucking egg loaf. Yeah, I was going to say that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, um, how, do you, how do you think you say that Jake Which one? last name? Oh, uh, Jake. We're going to say he's left of, foot. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> light he's, fuss. I believe he's, yeah, like, like, no, it's like, not that. Light fuss. Light fuss. Light fuss. Light fuss. Light fuss. Put your goddamn hand up. Christ, we're not on video. 
<laughs> oh my god! No. I think I tried to get us canceled earlier. Jesus Christ! This oh. isn't on video, Bob. Well, please don't use the name in the name in Lord's vein. Jake, no, uh, fucking. Oh, you didn't, get, you didn't get us startled that time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> also, he uh, he was supposed to be a podium pal for spotting someone for he. I think that they beat Jake Zelmer, so suck it, Jake. One of the Jakes. <laughs> Jake. Jake. One, one of the Jake. one of the Jakes beat the other Jake. Yeah. Uh, put Jake Rogers in second two. Uh, Jake fucking liver sausage here. Uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Ice hockey. Yeah, you're uh, right. See, I was thinking they'd until, all you, until you're making fucking street pizza in the middle of the ice. <laughs> it would be. I I I was thinking about this earlier when It'd I saw no the question. Be no different than us skating at Thompson's Point. When I saw the question, yeah, pop rest off. and rip. That's not happening. This I don't year. even what? know why because oh. they're like updating the concert venue portion of it, so they're not putting ice in this year. Oh no. Yeah, listen to Blake in the morning. You'd know that. Guess no. we'll have to go to Happy Wheels. <laughs> not going to be that. <laughs> uh, I guess we're going to have to find a fucking pond. Um, but no, I was thinking about that. Like, I feel like hockey would be, be funny, but it'd be like more or less I just mean, watching like a peewee game and someone you, would get seriously, seriously How could you injured? not say NASCAR? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking football because you know how funny it'd be to watch. It'd, it'd be like these watching, quarterbacks can't throw the ball. Like Jimmy watching, Garoppolo runs out of the end zone on his own yeah. anyway. Like it, zero, se- would, zero self awareness. <laughs> but it, zero. it wouldn't be any different. <laughs> but I don't it, no, think. it would be hilarious because you get all those guys that everyone loves to make fun of on the field at once, and it'd just be absolute calamity. <laughs> Can you imagine getting what is Jimmy Garoppolo's salary? Like forty something. Much. He should just go be a model somewhere. It's like damn near fifty million. I just enjoyed how happy Dan Orlovsky was. Freedom. Even though his is way more egregious. Like, that motherfucker was running uh, like running out of the end zone. Jimmy just took a half a step too far back. Yeah. but And it saved him because he threw it to the other team and they ran it in for a touchdown. But he did he do ar- that. But he had yeah. already stepped out of bounds. He's just such a fucking nuclear weapon. But it's got to be like football. I think football would be hilarious because you're trying to run a route. And I'm like going to say NASCAR despite everyone's I'm going, safety. I'm going either <laughs> curling or darts. <laughs> oh, no, because darts are played every single night at a yeah, fucking just, bar. Yeah, you're case. just going to bend the darts when they hit the concrete part of the wall. <laughs> Curling you're it looking is. like you're pitching for the Sea Dogs. But for real, though. Like, nice field hockey game. Yeah. Just think of like NASCAR when they're Dude. absolutely just shithoused. It, oh, it's eye racing. We do it uh, during the winters. Field but. hockey would be fucking hysterical because if you had if you had like actual refs out there that were sober and you couldn't get the fucking stick above like your kneecaps or whatever the fucking rule is, you know how, you know how absolutely aggressive a drunk would get if you got fucking whistled for the 15th time in a row because you went to go take a slapper did you did you know that every field hockey stick is right-handed uh yeah i, I didn't know, did that. know that but i would bummer for the girls that are lefties yeah i, I couldn't play field hockey <laughs> never for mind the girls that are lefties <laughs> never mind the penis part but that's all right <laughs> <laughs> that's not a problem anymore Charlie. men's, <laughs> men's field you hockey is list. a thing overseas yeah no yeah. it's pretty big do they wait do they wear kilts or oh yeah oh damn Sign me up. Schlong's out for the boys. No, 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 no don't do that. Just, just, I'll, just I'll let. Play. No, just let. I'll play. Just let women train and play and, and perfect their craft for their entire life. And then at this age right now, Charlie, go enlist in NCAA field hockey <laughs> as a woman and be the best motherfucker out there. Charlie, no lead Yeah, I'm not shaving. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't have to. You just have to. You just have to identify. Yeah, just say that I have a vagine. And that's, that's the it. one thing I just don't understand is NCAA sports when it comes to that. Whole yeah, the deal. full full grown man just swimming yeah. of like laps around these like it's little just girls. so incredibly unfair to the women that have actually been working their whole life to be good at fucking swimming and now here it's, comes li- it's literally hulk that guy was yeah. named william and he changed his name to leah what could we change your name charlie as a girl if we just if we, <laughs> if we just eliminated some letters oh har <laughs> chi <laughs> oh cha 
Sounds Chow. like sounds like y'all are ordering at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie with no e. <laughs> just deny. Oh boy! It's just instead of Charles, it's just singular Charles. That was a pretty phenomenal question, actually. Uh, Matt Gaines said, "With the town of Auburn shutting down most of their main roads for the Dempsey Challenge bike race, what are your thoughts on doing the same? Except the Black Flag Challenge would be a street stock race around and through Lewiston and Auburn. Fuck right. yeah, street stocks. <laughs> All right, we're gonna scratch that, but we're doing the Rotary and Wyndham, and we're doing. <laughs> Dude, they just left. paved it. Yeah, what? they did. Oh yeah, this shit's got grip on the bottom now. <laughs> we're doing top, top still top. We're doing but... a thousand laps, and we're letting a hundred cars enter. Ooh, I don't think a yeah, hundred would fit. I don't care." That's the point. Fit. It's an enduro. Yeah. Hmm. You could set up like a live pit road. Like there is a way to like go out and around and back in. Like, you could how do, do we? How do we do this and like actually make it happen? Because we have that wide of a reach, but then like somehow n- not be visible to the human eye on that day and have no idea. Have the cops have no idea that we were the promoters? Somebody needs to break right. a petition. First, we got to start by scrapping this part of the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, our graduating class tried to pull a prank. Um, we were going to try to fill the rotary with cars and make it so that nobody could get in. And there'd just be like 25 of us going just fast enough with just enough of a gap that nobody would be able to get in. And we were going to pull it off until somebody made it a Facebook event. Oh, my God. How fucking stupid. And that night. Stay in the Wyndham Rotary. They that can't night, stop us all. <laughs> That night, there was cops sitting at all four, all four uh, pit road exits. Like they knew, they were waiting for us. Like, oh fuck, we were so close. That's almost even better. You just got the cops to fucking. Why fuck would you make it up? So Facebook, so y'all could go and yeah, drink yeah. your Mike's hard and the fucking go rob someone's. Go rob Gorham Savings Bank because the cops are trying to stop an impromptu car race at the rotary. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Wyndham Motor Raceway. Yeah, you I could, think you could do the re- the street stock race around Lew- the streets of Lewiston, and if cars crashed into the buildings, you wouldn't even know it. Yeah, because the yeah. place is such a dumb place. <laughs> yeah, I was or, gonna say, do it really... on the cobblestones in, in Portland. It'd be really tough to be. Is that to... building boarded up because the street stock went through it, or just because <laughs> it was condemned? Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it would be really tough to to host a race with people trying to sell meth in the middle of the streets during the race. Can you imagine if you're yeah, talking fucking... about street pizza? <laughs> Can you imagine if you're at Thompson? There's just two people like with their hands in their pockets down the middle of the backstretch. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, I think it's a phenomenal idea, Matt. We should uh, we should definitely do that. Uh, Joe Bassett yeah, you, said... You submit the permits to, to the uh, city of Lewis. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't be on premises. Um, we'll, we'll have a big field hockey tilt that day. Mm. What Joe Bassett said, what corner do you guys want your party at Oktoberfest? Whatever corner, uh, we won't get music complaints. We want it on the infield. Where are the people from Oswego tenting? Oof, <laughs> bad draw. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be on the other side of them. I'm going to guess they're probably not coming. Just give, yeah, us, the, just just give us the infield. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking... Yeah. The bar. Maybe we just... We can put the hide at we'll in just, the bar. <laughs> well, you're just going to have to cut down the amount of cars that actually make the race, and I'll just put the, the hideout in the last pit stall, and that's where we'll be hosting all of our shenanigans. I'm down. Yeah, RV will be put on the other side. Save a pit stall for the 13 Super. Yeah, yep. it'll, be that, it'll be that one. I'll be one. <laughs> the whole crew comes bailing out of the RV to just fucking help you out whenever you come down. <laughs> Bobby asked me for That's a... Nooner. Rewind a couple questions. Not NASCAR drivers. NASCAR pit crews have to have a mandatory amount of alcohol. <laughs> be wheels flying off. I said take wedge out. You want me to put a wedge where? Where do you want me to put the wing? Why don't you go out there and fucking do it yourself? How about that? 
What's the Nasdaq looking like? Um, oh, the Wolf of Stafford. Uh, the, <laughs> it's uh, episode one eighty six. She's gonna be the Wolf of Stafford at this point. Well, Reagan Reagan parents said, uh, "Oh fuck, we didn't answer the question." Um, I don't know. I was thinking that as far as you go down the road, like as uh, far as you go towards the trees, that wherever on the you're right. gonna get the least amount of trouble. Yeah, so probably nowhere. But we'll have to play it by ear. We're gonna have to see. Uh, where, it's your, it's your racetrack, Joe. Do whatever you want. We're gonna park on Thursday. I think that's the first day they're gonna allow cameras. I'm sure that we'll show up and we'll see uh, a nice open spot. I don't know if Charlie will be there, but I'll park something and we'll. Uh, put some caution tape out like we're about to host the fucking road course race and I don't know we'll, we'll make we'll make a little scene out of it we'll, we'll have to find a nice park, park place to park so that people can find us and uh, get some merch and stuff we got a whole bunch of merch on here um, Reagan Parent says uh, thoughts on Seekonk Speedway's playoff format to determine the champions and to finish uh, the finish to the late model race well I don't know that I know the well, playoff wait. format <laughs> well wait wait till our last um <laughs> patreon question before we get to that i think probably makes more sense yeah yeah um so the first part of the playoff format i don't know how it works but i know they have a playoff playoffs playoffs um uh, and i know that blaze didn't win the championship so i we I hate it fuck the playoffs yeah yeah, yeah the playoff <laughs> system's rigged um blaze i don't won it doesn't it, to me it does not belong in um, short track racing unless you give everybody four tires every week and you can start straight up like either by quick time and qualifying or like there can't be any sort of handicap in the lineups and there can't be any sort of tire games that can be played because that's the shit people have manipulated in weekly racing forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to leave it all to come down for one final night, I just don't think that's uh, give me 10 gallons of softener. Well, not okay. even that, but just everybody gets a chance to buy four brand new tires. The point leaders get to start up front. Like, the fastest cars get to start on the pole. Like, to me, it just... For just the last race, you think? Or you get a guy that wins the week before championship night, and uh, not being specific, but you get a guy that wins the week before championship night, and he or has maybe to... maybe there's a disqualification of sorts. Yeah, he has and to start... And then all of a sudden, you have to start last. He has to start 12th when the guy leading... The guy that's second in points gets to start fifth. I and mean, maybe that's... you have to finish third, and, and you know... And you don't. Nothing specific, though. Right. Right. So <laughs> this is all theoretical things that may happen. Yeah, it did happen. Could happen. <laughs> Shut up, Bob. Uh, so yeah, we don't like it because Blaze didn't win. Uh, Angel Waregi, did we do that right? I don't know. Waregi, um, it's dumbest. Never been there. Dumbest argument you've gotten from a race director. Hmm. Ooh, pick me. Uh, okay, Charlie. This is a, this is a question. This for is us. this is the one and only time that I've ever seen BT. <laughs> These are questions for us. <laughs> Good point, Brad. The only one and only time I've ever seen uh, Bobby's father get mad, and I was racing. Um, yeah, you cleaned that guy out for the lead. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, got cleaned out. Uh, um, I don't remember uh, and Mandela effect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got basically punted out of the way for a lead in an indoor go kart race because those are so heated, and um, those are so fun. I though. got black flagged. And Bobby's father, who literally doesn't speak really to anybody, uh, especially about a situation that doesn't pertain to him, goes over to the flag stand. I thought he was going to rip Rick Vance out of the fucking flag stand and screaming at him. And he's like, well, Charlie dumped him. And your father's like, he's the one that's fucking backwards on the racetrack. <laughs> and I stopped it on the backstretch. And my father proceeded to make the uh, black rhino a good old frisbee across he, the that, length. That steering wheel is still in orbit. <laughs> Like it never came down. No, it it's still flying. Yeah, uh, Junior's probably got it on his fucking app. Yeah, that was probably top one. Uh, I got kind of mad at Brian Callen at Star one year in the classic. Uh, the dude in front of me ran over a lap car and spun out, and I like jumped the thing around sideways to miss him. But it was super modified. Like if you spin out and stop, you need a push truck, and I didn't. I went through the dirt. I don't even know if I lost a spot. If I did, I lost one or two. 
and it was the star classic so there's 25 cars there and it was pretty early in the race and this we were running third and fourth and he put me to 22nd place and obviously that killed my race and and uh gave me you, know, you were part of the caution i'm like it didn't stop oh you were still part of the caution like well why didn't you put me where i blended in like other than crash into the car that the two cars that were spinning i had nowhere to go and i didn't the caution was for the two dudes that did stop and need push trucks and i mean me and brian have since talked about it since then but i was pretty fucking pissed i'm like that's you've got to be fucking kidding me i never take took my uh, 20 races serious enough to get into a fight with anyone so um probably didn't even know who the race director was uh david junior niles. it was junior niles that <laughs> <laughs> It very well could have been. I don't know who that is. Um, that was David. David Luigi Luigi Luigi. David. Well, it very well might be Luigi. <laughs> David Luigi Luigi Luigi. Luigi. Whatever happened to the heckin' hippos? That's a question just for Charlie. Elaborate. Uh, I mean, we <laughs> we can make it happen. There's a there actually is a rule book on Smitty's laptop. You guys um, actually did that. Yeah, wow. I thought it was just going to be no. a joke from all time. No, there's a there's a rule book uh, somewhere, and Ben Basowski himself said that if we got ten to show up, he would host the event. It's going to be tough when we get six. I feel like it's going to be tough for the competitors. I feel like people do. Fucking Adam Ojo already has one, I think. <laughs> yeah, a couple <laughs> of them died. A couple of them died in the uh, Cumberland Fair demo derby last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, tough. All right, and last but not least, uh, Adam. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Who did it better, Tyler Tomasi or Chase Belcher? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> what a great question. Uh, both had the same end result. Uh, somebody, yeah. somebody else upside down on the racetrack. Uh, I think that it just it, it it prompted the coolest picture I've ever seen. That was a very, very Hell cool of a picture, picture. for Mark uh, Jennison. Mark Jennison's, what is that, a let's, late let's model? Let's just go with, uh, yeah, so it was a late model. Uh, so... Uh, today's weapon of the week is brought to you by uh, all three of us. But, well, <laughs> no, <laughs> brought to you by the guy that asked this question. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam Dion uh, is a real estate agent for Har- Hearth and Harbor uh, Realty, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So, if you're a BFP listener looking to buy, sell, or even rent in Rhode Island or Massachusetts, head on over to Hearth and Harbor Realty dot com or Facebook at Adam Dion. Uh, dash Hearth and Harbor Realty. So uh, that was a great question. Weapon of the week segment brought to you by. Adam, and then ask the question on Patreon. So thank you for supporting Weapon of the Week and supporting us on Patreon. Um, who did it better? <clears throat> At least Chase Belcher did it for a championship and a race win. Tyler Tomasi did it for like eighth in a heat race in April. Tyler Tomasi's though looked <laughs> At a track like that could legitimately kill somebody. But Tyler Tomasi just looked like a, a a little kid who was lost on the racetrack. The 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 Belcher the, well the 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 Belcher situation. Chase Belcher was pulled, just he took a playbook out of Spencer Morris's his, uh, game plan and he just, just took a absolutely hard, fenced the guy coming out of four and flipped him over. <laughs> he took a hard yeah. right in the middle of three and four and most of the or, you know, uh, for those that are not aware. Rick, Ricky Roberts or fucking Dale Roberts from Thunder Road there that flipped Stephen Donahue. What was his name? Oh yeah. That fucking, guy too. Fucking Ron Ron Very Ronnie similar incidences. <laughs> Dave Same Dave, guy. Dave so Dave for Anderson. reference, uh Chase Belcher leading the ACT type late model finale. Uh, side by side with Mark Jennison. I assume whoever won got the championship. That's the playoff deal that we were just talking about. Belcher just does not give Jennison a lane coming off a four. Buries him in the fence at the flag stand. Mark's car goes up on its side and does like a 50-50 grind on top of the wall all the way to the top of turn one and two where it came to rest uh, on its side. 
they penalized Belcher, took the win away, giving the win in the championship to Jenison, and then he took his championship victory lane photo next to his car as it was on its side. On the wall. Safety hazard. If that car had fallen over, he'd have never seen it coming. <laughs> very, very true. Uh, also, also a cool, legendary move. Cool trophy deal that they had, too. It was like a the big fucking elaborate chase for the cup thing or whatever, and then they had the cool little silver cup. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, cool trophy, cool picture. Um, who did it better? <laughs> Ooh. Tyler um, Tomasi's was more spectacular. I did, feel he well, did more damage because it cost the Griffiths a race car. I think Mark can probably fix this car, although it looked well, pretty tore up. Needs know. a whole body. That's I don't for know. Sure. Yeah, that thing was pretty. Needs a roof. Uh, Spencer Morris. <laughs> so Reagan actually asked me this question on uh, I believe Snapchat or he texted me um, uh, a couple days ago. I guess and I don't. It's tough because we gave Spencer Morris the weapon of the year specifically for this event happening. Tyler Tomasi just, I mean, he just cleared himself across another car. Like, he had he had to have someone else help him assist in doing damage to someone else, whereas if Chase car, just cleared himself high. And- if that car hadn't been on the bottom of Tomasi, it was Isaac Bevins, who's also done a fair amount of dumb shit this year. He was just a victim, was victim of circumstances in this event. Had he not been there, was Tyler Tomasi just going to drive, like, straight into the infield? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. he was. I really do. <laughs> yeah. I think he was just going to go through the fucking, like, he was aiming for, like, the tunnel. I turned yeah. off. I like everybody else. No, it's just eye racing. Yeah. I've done that same exact move. I've, uh, just not in real life. But, no, um, I don't know. Yeah, at I, least there was something at, at stake I for think uh, Belcher that, and Jenison. I think that, um, I mean, Charlie just said that Chase was the weapon of the week. I, he... It's a, he, it's a it's a front runner for sure. It's it's I don't everybody else. It might it, be worse in the in the history <laughs> of this podcast. Any driver who has driven the guy on the outside straight into the fence and then they flipped has uh for sure earned their weapon of the week title. So we can't really make Chase any different. And, they're one thousand. They're batting never, a thousand on weapon of the year. And Chase Belcher, probably a nice kid, great kid, has a sticker on the car. Yeah. I almost think he's third out of the three people. Whoever I don't even remember the guy from Thunder Road who flipped Stephen Donahue, but. He yeah, that he flipped that guy. At least Chase Belcher won the race. Granted, they took it away. This guy at Thunder Road didn't even win the race, and Stephen Donahue f- caught on fire, which could have legitimately killed him as well. I think Jenison was unhurt. Yeah, I assume fucking Jerry Jerry Geraldson in the three. At I think Thunder it was Road it was, it was Dale unfair. Roberts because he was number three, so that makes sense that his name isn't is that Dale. the guy that like stole the base in the World Series to the Red Sox and Dave did pretty good. Yeah, but, yeah, who's that? same guy. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Dave Roberts, Ted Williams. Um, Mookie Mookie Mantle, Trot Nixon, Johnny Damon, <laughs> Jason Ed- Veritek, Edgar Renteria. Anyways, David Ortiz, <laughs> Manny Ramirez, Pedro Martinez, Nomar Garcia Parra. Whoa, Whoa. he's still. <laughs> some Dustin say he's Pedroia. still adjusting his gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Pedroia. Oh, oh, getting a little out of hand. Like glove adjustment. Jeez, that's a crazy noise. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this shows uh, off the rails. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, I got some other weapons of the week in oh, case uh, you know we, where the segment was sponsored. I, I made sure to come up with a couple. Perfect. First one's Ty Gibbs. He almost killed uh, several crew members on pit road of yesterday's oh. race. I don't. I couldn't see. It was kind of grainy footage. Somebody pulled out of their pit stall. Ty don't. That's why you don't pull out. And uh, yep. hit Ty Gibbs True. in the left front. And Ty immediately just hung a hard left and you know swerved him into a team that. They had crew members surrounding their car. You know, that, that's a potentially bad situation. You know, Ty Gibbs, I want to like the kid because he is talented, but just 
God it, forbid had, had that actually killed or hurt a crew member. Like he hasn't for been fuck's a, sakes, man. He hasn't been accused of being smart yet. No, no man. Jesus just, had that wheel. Just done. Yeah, so it wasn't much even him. Shit. Yeah, I think Jesus sponsored that race, didn't he? I don't think Jesus done it. Yeah, the, that way. the Lord and Savior five hundred. I do miss the old At Morgan Shepherd Jesus cars. Yeah, what? Oh, poor Morgan Shepherd. He hasn't been out there since COVID. Well, he's he right? hundred and like fifty. Yeah, but so you know he'd still be out there. <laughs> Derek Cope probably still making a return. Yeah, he's still wearing his wingtips. <clears throat> Daytona 500. Where's champion. Angela Ruck? Uh, she, I think Dave Portnoy ended up. She, she, she got laid to rest by Barstow Sports. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, moment of silence for Angela Ruck in her career. I don't think she deserves it. Right. <laughs> that was the moment of silence for Angela Ruck. Brought to you by Barstool Sports. Uh, Thank you for other, jumping on board. The other weapon I had was uh, I shared I shared the video Um <clears throat> On our page Saturday, uh, Martinsville uh, Valley Star 300 late model race. I don't know what happened. Dude, buddy was awful pissed off, and other dude buddy is coming off the racetrack. Dude, buddy rips the guy's window net down, proceeds to punch him in the helmet slash seat like 95 times. Wait, is this dude buddy or buddy dude? Dude, buddy, yeah, okay. buddy dude, and uh, buddy dude was getting hit, screaming at him, punching the guy. The, the guy's still rolling. Never mind, not even out of the car. There's no way he didn't fucking break his hand. Right, on the seat. Oh yeah, he's, he's punching little. either a the helmet be the seat or see the roll cage but not only that backs up and then like toe kicks the door first off that'll really get him racing <laughs> shoes are half a step above a slipper <laughs> they're the thinnest shoes in the history of this planet and then you straight didn't even side kick it front toe kicked the door the left side door which is usually right on aluminum the sheet metal followed by steel plate the Hulk couldn't put a dent in the side <laughs> of a race car if he toe kicked it. Never mind you, you weenie. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? I wasn't expecting weenie. <laughs> I was not expecting weenie at all. <laughs> just rolled off the tongue. <laughs> Weenie's such a great word. It's such an insult. Like, call me a pussy, and I'll be like, yeah, okay, whatever. Call me a weenie, and I'll be like, oh, weenie hot general. <laughs> Fucking weenie. Oh god! Oh, <laughs> you uh, fucking weenie! I I will give him. I want to give him props because he threw fifty haymakers <laughs> and he broke his hand on the first fucking one. <laughs> Whatever he had hit, he had, had to, to have broke something. <laughs> and he was just like, no, left, right hand doesn't matter. He's going at it like full on Zen and Kanapka in a high, hockey fight. Yeah, I couldn't. I and couldn't just, tell if he was mad at the driver or the race car because he just kept uh, hitting all of the fucking parts to it. Man, fucking he should. If he would have ended the thing with an Aaron Asham fucking safe at home plate and then a laid to rest like he knocked the dude out, I would have fucking... Oh, and oh, the last part, oh, yeah. I, I didn't even remember. He got physically lifted and carried away by a large man. <laughs> <laughs> just the guy lifted him up off his feet and said, you're coming with me. He's so just, just kicking. It was a lot yeah. like what Bob did at Oasis. Put me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can't look masculine when you're kicking when you're kicking your feet when you're getting held in the air. Uh, I know for a fact because I was getting held in the air by a uh, good buddy Colin there uh, at the fire numerous times um, while, while we were singing and dancing to a song. Uh, it was a hug that turned into just me being lifted in the air and... Um, yeah, that was, uh, it was something. I felt like we were on the Titanic. Shout out Are you still guy. hard? No, but uh, I did have to swim quite a bit. So a lot of training. I feel like I might enlist in swimming. Mm. Change my name to Bia or something. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Not only does she wear one, but that is also her name. Bruh. <laughs> 
add. <laughs> it's funny because I could wear one. Uh, <clears throat> all right, I'm we fine. have an extensive list of podium pals. Oh, only yeah. podium, podium pals presented by only podiums. Yes, yes. Fuck yes. yeah! Oh, holy fuck! I do. I uh, I got this none. Is, this is like a I, two. This is like a two screener almost. I got none, so this is all you. All right. We got Devin DeShays, picked up a win in a trunk, and then uh, finished on the podium in a legend car, won a championship. Travis Hydar won the race, won a championship. I think, yeah, he wrapped up the championship. Anthony Bella won the race on Saturday. Steven Nassi picked up the win down in uh, Florida. Gio picked up the win at the same facility. I believe it was Pensacola, Five Flags. Good for both of them. Uh, Noah Gregson, like we already mentioned. Marcello Refrano, like we already mentioned. Jimmy Blewett picked up the win at Wall. Tyler Chapman. Uh, picked up the win on Friday in the SK Lights. Steven Chapman picked up the win Saturday in the SK Lights. Jason Chapman on the podium both nights. Adam Lovejoy won the championship. I don't know that he finished on the podium, but he won the championship. He had a hell of a night. Double features for the street stocks. He crashed out of race number one. Competitor Shane Gendron uh, lent him his car for race two for him to go out there and seal the deal. Uh, Brian Narducci, I believe, finished on the podium. I think he finished in third after Marcello Refrano moved Troy Tallman out of the way. Uh, funny, when we were standing by the bar, we were doing a race pool, doing them real, pick, uh, real quick. And uh, it came to my pick after Timmy had already picked. And uh, he picked Junior, I believe. And I had no idea who to pick. So Marcello came on the screen. I said, I said I'll take Marcello. It was now Borges' time to pick. He goes, who should I pick? And I was like, I don't know. You should probably take Narducci. He goes, I'll take Troy Tallman. And uh, Narducci and Tallman put on a hell of a battle. Looked like Narducci was going to get him. He did not. Marcello ended up winning. Congrats on Mar- uh, Marcello. We already mentioned Narducci finished third, I think. Mike Christopher Jr. This almost sounds I think, scripted. <laughs> I think finished uh, in second. I believe finished second <clears throat> on Saturday in the... Uh, SK race. Jay Townsend finished on the podium. I don't know what position, but he sponsors this segment, so he's on there. And he um, said, finally a podium. Yeah, <laughs> and he finished on the podium. So congrats on finishing not in first, but on the podium. Alex Fern, like we already mentioned, finished in second, I believe, in the uh, limited late model race. Jake the Jet Johnson, like we already mentioned, second in the tri-track race. Matt Galco, third in the tri-track race. Max Dolliver, third in a street stonk up at White Mountain. All right, race parts 100. Jesse Jubilee finished uh, something and had a trophy. Um, I think he won time trials at Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, congrats to him. Uh, and then Jesse Owuji. Yeah, J- no, no, <laughs> no do not that. insult our friend Jesse. <laughs> Please like do not do that. No, he won time trials. He didn't finish four seconds off the it's pace. Jacobitis. Uh, Jacobitis. Uh, I had that listed. Jackie uh, Bradley. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan Papelbon, uh, Tyler Reddick, <laughs> and, Roger and uh, Clemens. already mentioned him with uh, our good pal Derek Neeland picking up the win at Tejas. <clears throat> the S&P 500 at Echo Park. If we forgot anybody else, we're sorry. Yeah, we probably did. Gasset <clears throat> had some racing. I don't know what went on there. That was a uh, holy fuck. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. I didn't even mention Evan Gilbert, who uh, was uh, on my list for sure. Underneath Adam Lovejoy before I run on a rant about Brian Narducci and you started talking about how Adam got his championship. Gilvin so, Ebert. Yes, uh, finished on the podium. I think he might have won. He did know. win. Yeah, up in Grove, T- Grave, Grove Tona. Speaking uh, of Grove Tona, I think Cody Hodge won uh, too. Did he? Cody Hodge, yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. last week, week before. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Speaking of Groveton, uh, that's where I'll be on Saturday. 350 Smack Super Modifieds. Fuck yeah, Flappy Birds. We uh, missed Zach Robinson at Thompson like two weeks ago. Too. Yeah, Rob Zackinson. Yeah. <laughs> when we race on a Wednesday, it gets confusing. All three of us will be at Bartlett on Friday doing Go Kart Things Championship Night. Correct the Mundo. And then uh, I'll be at Lee on Sunday, 350 Super Modifieds. Um, not Smack, but Little Webs, which is Bobby Weber promoting this one. Um, looking to get fo- get back to Lee. The last time the 350 Supers were at Lee, we wrecked almost all of them. Perfect. So. Surely it? it won't happen again. Is that it? Is that the last 350 race of the year? That's it for 350 racing for me. Um, Just in general? Oh, actually, yeah, in it? general. That's yeah. right. Yeah, well, this is it. The, this is the only place <laughs> they race them is here. So. Um, so that'll be it for my 350 program. I'm going to try to go to Thompson and run the World Series with the big block car. We'll see. Um test pending 
I also have a test pending. Um, yeah, I will be. Uh, I'll just be. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's COVID. Um, no, so I uh, have the worst tuberculosis. Oh, God. God, I just hope it's the flu or COVID, which are the same. No, thing. just but, ask so, Bi- ask Byron. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> then we shut the country down. Think of William Byron. News. He's kind of a pussy, huh? He's kind of a weenie. <laughs> yeah, William Byron is a little bit of a weenie. I have grown to like Denny Hamlin more and so more every single week. And, and I had Denny in the picks last week, and he, this for sure cost me the win in the picks. Denny used him up. Denny bounced him off the wall. He has every right to be upset. Don't spin him out of the yellow, you weenie. Spin him out of the green like a man. To be fair, to be fair, he did, he did use him up. If you look at the replay, he never actually touched William No, Byron. but he, he squeezed him. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. But uh, yeah, he never yeah. actually touched it. The, the two cars were side by side. One of them had flames coming out the exhaust because they lifted. The other one was Byron as he smashed off the fence. So who's really at fault there? Weenie. Um, yeah, I will be at Bartlett, and then I'll be at Lee all weekend. So I'm going to park the camper on Thursday, I believe, get it all set up, hooked up, ready to go, go to Bartlett on Friday, and then make my way over to Lee mm-hmm. for the rest of the weekend. We'll miss Friday's portion of the racing, but we will be there for Saturday and Sunday, I believe. And mm-hmm. uh should be gonna be a great day to hold down, or a great weekend to hold down the uh, Lee bar. I know that we have uh, – Lee's probably <coughs> the number one racetrack. Joe, if around. you could do us a solid and run the 350 Supers first on Sunday, that'd be awesome. That would I'm be tired awesome. of being the last feature everywhere we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. the uh, – yeah, it really cuts into your beer sales when Bobby's not with us. But correct, it's uh, it's gonna be a great weekend weekend of racing. Looking forward to seeing all the pals. Obviously, uh, Lee seems to be the one place that everyone seems to travel to, or uh, everyone loves to travel to. They like the bar, and uh, they haven't tried out Stars Bar, so I'm sure that uh, we we had a handful of gaggle members uh, show up last last week. But um, Lee always gets positive reviews. Star got all the positive reviews uh, for the last race, but it's always a great time at Lee USA Speedway. The presenting sponsor of this week's show. Hmm. So, 186? 186. Rob Herrick. <clears throat> the last Gravel. ever Wildcat winner in Beechridge Motor Speedway history. <clears throat> Marcel Gravel as well. Got married over the weekend. Did we just miss Narducci last weekend? We did, and Woody sent that to me, and I'm like, ah, not a good show for me anyways. I was, <clears throat> No, oh, that was a tough That was a tough. Not game. all of them are gems. You know what's good? You know what's great, though, is this might be the best recording that we've had with just us three. This has been a gem. We're going over two hours sure. at this point. Yeah, this yeah. is this is, uh, this is a, just cracked the two-hour mark, but it's been a gem. Uh, we got two 86s for you. That's good enough, but we'll uh, sure see you next more. Tuesday. Um, yeah. yeah. Wasn't there? There was an 86 Bush <laughs> North car that was sponsored by Whelan back in the day. Sheldon Creed. That's not him, but maybe. <laughs> Crowden Sheed. Had to have been. Charlie Sheen. Wasn't Brandon Brown's 86 oh, at first? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That fucking guy. That is that fucking guy. Remember right. when we had to do that show three times? Yeah. <sighs> that was fun. If you have a PR department, we are not for you. No, that's not the case. We will uh, work around it no matter what, and we will uh, we will redo it if need be. But we would rather cut out everything. Yeah, what do I do care? I missed all three recordings. <laughs> yeah. not, like I, not like I lost any time. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Just have your PR team reach out to at Bsauce96 on all things social media. Unless you want to be that. called a cunt. Yeah, <laughs> or a weenie. Not that. All right, we'll see you next Tuesday. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.